listening to a cool truth podcast production. What's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth, baby. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We're Cool Truth. AEW Dynamite Review Show. The co-hosts are with me. The one and only, the professor, Mr. Whitehouse. What is up, my brother? And, of course, the... uh, why do I always forget your nicknames I give you now? I don't all of a sudden out of the booth. Hollywood! Jeff Edwards, he's with us, baby. <laughs> I was going to say something way better, and it just totally went blank. I, I, don't, I got nothing for you. The architect, the the mastermind behind Cool Truth News. The producer, the executive producer, Mr. Edwards. What is up, my brother? <laughs> I'm so fired up for tonight, I can't even talk. It's great. Um... So, Mr. why we have you. Your thoughts on AEW Dynamite tonight? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Before I go to White House... I'll ask you this. Would placement of things maybe change that for you? Okay. White House, your your thoughts. Well, if the placement was a tad tad different, I would say this was a home run. To me, this was your run of the mill, but with the special caveat of a couple things that I thought were fantastic. But uh, I, I thought they should have done a couple things differently. Hindsight being twenty twenty, I'm, I'm gonna, I pretty much think that they would probably say the same thing. Yeah, absolutely, and I think uh, I, th- I think I'm in the same boat. Like, like Edward said, hey, get runners on base, knock them in. Not sure they did all that. Um, I wouldn't call it a step back. I wouldn't call it that, but I wouldn't no, say... No, no. You know what? Expectations also cause some of this, and I think we probably went in with high expectations as well. Not not giving them a pass by saying that, but I think that's part of it. When you're like, you know, I was kind of excited for this Dynamite over many in, in the past few weeks, so I think that plays into it a little bit. But I do think there's a few things they could have done to make it a little bit better. Um, maybe make some things feel a little bit more important. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, let me throw uh, a caveat on that, too. Yeah, go ahead. Um, for me, I think I was so pumped for Impact last night. And I don't know if you guys want to talk about that at all, but I thought Impact did such an excellent job. They didn't throw Kenny out there. What they did, if you didn't see Impact, was they parked his bus outside. 
Josh Matthews and Madison Rain all night, all night, were building up to Josh's interview mm-hmm. for the end of the show. And I feel like AEW didn't carry through with that part of it tonight. Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't think they mentioned it much throughout the show until, obviously, the end when Kenny came out. Yeah. Um, and I no, thought that was that was disappointing coming off of Impact. No highlights of it either, which you would have thought maybe. Yeah. Maybe not the whole interview, but maybe a little tidbits. Right. Um, enough to say, you know, maybe enough to say, hey, if Kenny's on Impact again, you might want to turn it on. <laughs> I mean, um, okay. And it's. You know, I was going to say it when we get to the segment, but I'll just say it now because it's part of the conversation when you're talking about imp- the way Impact. Um, I- I'm not going to sit here and, you know, I, I- we've texted about it. Uh, I didn't love the Impact show last night, uh, but how they handled Omega AEW stuff, I thought uh, you had a nice video package in the beginning. Um, you had Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone kind of promoting, not kind of, they promoted uh, Dynamite in the middle. Uh, had their little segment there, and then they closed the show with Callis and Omega and uh, and Matthews in the bus, like you said, promoted it throughout the night, which was good. Um, this seems to be a recurring theme with AEW, and I brought it up a lot, so I don't want to, I mean, I, I know it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse, because I probably am, but although when we get to the segment, I have a lot of thoughts about it that are that are positive, the one thing I'll say is, this title never seems to be their main focal point, and I just I still question that. I still question. I think that. Impact Impact did a better job. Yeah, they, a focal point than AEW sometimes. Yeah, which is crazy when you think about yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's just like you know. I again, I'm gonna I'm saying it again. I'm beating a dead horse. I know you guys have heard me say it a thousand times, but when when Stone Cold was on his run, he ended every Raw. Whether it was a match, whether it was a run-in, whether it was a fight with McMahon, no matter what it was, you know, your top guy, you know, even before he had the title, you know, uh, just ended the show every week. And I know AEW does it a little bit different, and they've kind of gone along with ending the show with wrestling matches. For the most part, there's been some exceptions, uh, which I'm I'm not totally against. It just seems like they... They don't want to. They want you to call somebody the face of their company, but they don't want to make it the face of their. It's that guy, the face of their company. It's very strange the way they do that. I just think it's just a philosophical thing that Khan may have, but the the Kenny interview should have been last. I mean, I mean, Impact did a fantastic job last night promoting it you saw it at the end it was the right placement same thing should have been a similar thing with AEW. if you didn't want to be exactly like impact then do it before the main event okay all right i mean it's a little little different but still the same but it should have been towards the end of the show yeah it's your biggest uh, i mean it was it was towards the end but it wasn't i don't know it's just it's your biggest storyline. It has to at some point the, the goddamn title has to be your biggest storyline. When is it gonna happen? You know what I mean? And it even seems like you know, even even and this is something we didn't really get to touch on much because we didn't really do a show for the pay per view. But even with I, I get I get um 
you know the the the, the, the title tournament opened the pay per view. I, I final. I never understood that. Um, and then you know even like Moxley versus Kenny, it was more about their previous match, and you know Kenny kind of going to Moxley's world. Then it was about the idea that the guy who wins this is the face of the company, carries the title. It's all about the title. I should have been face of the company before you, blah, 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 blah. It almost became about me versus you more so than what did this match actually meant overall. And it, they're, they're, the way they, I guess just the way they book it kind of speaks to that. And it's it's kind of been that way since Jericho dropped it. Because when, when he when Jericho had it, I didn't feel that way. But Jericho was close. He was closing the show every week, the inner circle, the whole thing, and he he closed the show for five weeks after he lost it. You know, it was weird. Yeah, that's the uh, the thing, especially with the cleaner back now, and the way Callis is acting. They're they're both together, just phenomenal, and we're gonna get to that. But yeah, I mean, it would fit character wise for them to say. Go ahead and have your secondary match with this stupid ring. We'll close the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if even if they, you know, demanded that in a clip somewhere, yeah. you know, in the beginning of the show, that would have made sense character-wise, too. Right. But there, it's like, you you just did some kind of deal. We don't, I don't know if it's over. I don't know if it's going down a road. We'll get into it with this impact deal. But... I mean, it's a pretty big damn deal if your champ is going to be on on Impact closing their show, and then the next night he's not closing, closing your show. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. I mean, you. their champ doesn't even sense. close the show. I mean, their yeah. champ was yeah. on, right, right, on right. the fucking show. So before and their champ didn't close the show, Kenny closed the show. Before mm-hmm. we so, get to, um, sorry to cut you off, White House. Before we before we get to AEW, you know, we'll do the segment by segment. Um, is there anything else either one of you got out of impact, whether AEW related or not, that you wanted to hit before we had to dynamite? Um, I'll say, I, I mean, I, I texted you guys about this during the day, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I just, some of this, nobody in the arena, empty arena wrestling, I just, it's tough for me. It really is. But uh, other than that, I mean, nothing really grabbed me from impact i'll be honest uh my i watched it because of the kenny stuff maybe that was the reason uh maybe i was a little distracted but i don't know if you guys if there was something else that maybe got you excited for it or liked or whatever uh for me i think the the show started off great because they teased kenny's bus then the first match saban versus josh alexander was was phenomenal it was very good really good but AC, like you're saying, like their first exchange, you know, hip tosses, arm drags, you can hear the mat, you can hear the <laughs> springs underneath it, and then they stop and it's dead silent. I know that's dead silent, and I'm like, oh, this is so tough. I feel like I'm watching <laughs> rehearsal here. Wrestling like, what practice. It, <laughs> it's like wrestling right, practice, exactly. Because normally yeah, when you get tough. that pause, that's when you get like the. The, the fan reaction, the cheer, yep. the wrestling, you know, you, you get all that. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this about Impact. Um, I thought their show was okay, but I just think their talent, the roster that they showed last night overall. Yeah. I mean, the Deaners, you know, um, 
there's a couple guys on there. I'm not sure who they are. Um, I just don't think they have a really good roster right now. Caleb Conley out of the blue. I'll shout out Caleb. I haven't seen you in a while, but yeah, we um, that, was, that. that was kind of out of the blue, too. I didn't even know he was still there. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just very, it was, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to take a dump on it. And I haven't watched it right. and I didn't like, I didn't like get locked in. I think I didn't get locked in cause I was kind of bored, but at the same time I wanted to see all the Kenny stuff, obviously. So I, I'm not taking a dump on it, but there was nothing that really like stood out was like, I got to watch next week. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. White house, your, your thoughts. Two things. One is a one was adding Kenny to, to impact. Ratings were up 33%. Yep, so point. kudos to Impact for doing that. Kenny, Demo you're God. a fucking man. Okay? <laughs> so that's one. Two, Impact did a completely disservice to themselves last night. And again, I know it was already videotaped, but they already knew this was in the, in the works for a while now. So so let's let's play along here for a minute. Okay? You planned you plan this, 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 this thing with AEW. You knew this was going to happen because the, the whole... Video tape of the camper thing didn't take place till Saturday, and this show was already taped. So they meshed it all together. They knew this was happening. Why one? You didn't have the Good Brothers on on the card. Mm. One good point. Why wasn't Ace Austin on the card? Mm. Two. Why didn't you do anything more with Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards? Because that's one of their best storylines they did and they did a run in and this and that and there was nothing to it but they, they could have done more of that um so they did themselves a disservice because yes their roster isn't the greatest but it is better than what you saw yeah on tuesday plus you have those few you know you have enough guys to have a if you wanted to do a co-pay-per-view, you have enough that you could do it. Yeah. And, and, you're, and, and you're, to, to your point, you didn't see it. You didn't. Because you, you know, you, you get your ladies, you get your ladies champ in a tag match. You got your, your, your head, your head, I still can't believe they put the title on him. But you, you got your impact champ in a tag match. Like, why the fuck did you do that? Yeah. You know, you, you could have lengthened this card out a little better. Mm. Get them in singles matches, you know, and then you don't have your tag team champs. You have all your other champs on there, but your most popular, the most known, the ones that are giving you the ratings on Impact right now, you don't have them there. And oh yeah, by the way, and you didn't set anything close up with them either. With Kenny fucking Omega. Yeah, like, set, the only thing I can, the only thing I can think is they kept them off for a reason. That's all I can think. Had to have been. Or just poor you planning. Know. I don't, you know, who knows? Um, but you, you got you got to figure the minute Don Callis showed up on AEW TV, like this was their end game. Like they didn't what? just you, mm-hmm. like you can't tell me they just like last week were like hand on the microphone. You know what I mean? Like right, you right. had this was when he came. This had to be the plan, right? Because I mean, he came at the same time that the tournament was announced and. Kenny was announced as now being a singles wrestler. Like his his Don Callis being on AEW TV coincided with the entire story. So it was right, like exactly. they've known like both promotions have had to know about this for months. Oh, for months now. Yeah, I just think they did. Maybe they were worried. Good. Maybe sorry to cut you off. Maybe they were worried no, if if I mean 
there's no fans, so I don't know how it would get out, but, you know, maybe their own staff. Maybe they were worried if Doc or Carl cut a promo um, that it would it would have gotten out. But what I would say to that is you taped on Saturday with Kenny. You couldn't have taped with them. You know what I mean? You, they could have done right. a fucking Zoom video or something. You know? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, yeah, I just think it was poor planning or... Maybe maybe Edwards is onto something. Maybe these guys, maybe this certain people are kept off for a reason, and maybe it, this is just more of a cock tease when it comes to impact. Right, right, right. right. It's just you're up thirty three percent in ratings, and granted, the, the number came up after the fact, but we all knew they were going to be higher. So why not make sure that card was your best foot forward because you're going to have more eyes on yeah. the product. Yeah, yeah, I agree. and that's the so thing. Like. That. Me, like you guys, we love the North. We always will always love yeah. North City. But but at the same time, they didn't show me enough. Like, I like Rich Swan, I like Willie Mack, but they yeah. didn't show me enough to make me watch next week. And right. that's where they where they screwed up. No, you, you, you had a run in the middle. The reason why I would want to watch next week is I, I would want to see the Callahan Edwards stuff. That's okay. the only reason why. Yeah, you, only- you had a run of the mill regular impact, and this was yeah. the time for them. This was this was in, impact. They needed to load the bases and hit out of the park. Right. Yeah, they did, and they did, and they did. No, they that's, did. That's the way to say it. More, more so than AEW had to. Let's be honest, because no, this this is more? your this is your moment where you are, you you said they're they're up thirty three percent. You got to assume that that's AEW fan um, oh. tuning in. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. why why would you not want to give AEW fan a reason to tune in next week and the following week and to buy your pay per view? You know what I mean, like. Way, isn't that? I mean, isn't that the point of the this coexistence here? You know, like honestly, like a, a you know, a, you know, Edward or um, White House. You and I have had these talks before about you know companies working together. But I mean, it's plainly obvious. Uh, Impact needs AEW more oh, than AEW needs Impact. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So when you look at the numbers. Clearly, two hundred and two hundred and twenty-one thousand viewers last night. Yeah. <laughs> and that's up thirty three percent. Yeah, Tony I mean, Tony Tony Khan mat. Tony Khan would be getting whipped by a, uh, a you know Ooh, a Saudi Arabian sheik or something if that happened at AEW. <laughs> <laughs> but Dad, but I, I tried, I tried. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> so I just think they Impact had a chance to do something, and I think you know they uh, they screwed the pooch on that one a little bit. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, as far as dynamite goes, how do we uh, how do we kick off this edition? We kicked off with Young Bucks versus the Hybrid Two. Uh, I really wasn't looking. I really didn't know what to expect with this match last week, you know. But I'll tell you what, guys, this match was pretty good. Um, I liked the back and forth. I mean, it, Bucks do their thing. Hybrid, though, they added a different element to it tonight. I, I thought at one point. You know when they when when Helico slapped that submission move on, I thought they had him. You know, but um, I was pretty impressed with this match to start start in, um, Impact. Sorry, start Dynamite, <laughs> and then uh, you know when uh, then the claim get involved and you saw SCU come out and then like little bitches uh, claim hit the road. But um, I'm glad they kept. The outside business with Acclaim to the end after the match didn't muck, muck the waters up with this match because, again, I enjoyed it. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, 
But I liked the chemistry that Hybrid 2 had with the Bucks, and it added a different element with some of the other stuff that the Hybrid can do. But this was the best I saw of Hybrid since an AEW, and, 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 and I, was, I was impressed. Um, what do you think? Yeah, Edwards, think it. Yeah, I I think that's fair. Um, best showing, I think, from those guys since they've been on. Um, yeah. But the thing about them is I, I don't take them seriously either. Like, yeah, uh, I don't either. Not on the level of Orange Cassidy, of course, but like on the <laughs> level of you know they're not going to win. So, but, right. but yeah, they were pretty good. But uh, the one thing that I wanted to say, and I feel like it's a recurring thing, AC, you always talk about it every week. Guys up in the stands, you know, they guys on commentary. If they do one thing, they just pound it to death, right? <laughs> they really do. <laughs> what I've noticed also, what they're doing is there'll be a match, and then after the match, the next thing progresses from that match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? And they yep. did it like two or three times again tonight, and it's kind of getting old. It's usually somebody in the crowd, and there's. Yeah. You know, fist to cuffs. They did it two or three times again tonight, and They'll I don't know. Do you guys think that's and, and is it ex- getting lazy? Yeah. Are they getting lazy by that? You know what I mean. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if I. I don't know if I call it lazy. I. I. I don't know. I think maybe they think that's flow, <laughs> and I don't know okay. that you need it. All right. You know, maybe um, I'm okay with the match just ending, and then. You, you could even quickly quickly cut to a backstage segment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you that's know, where yeah. It's it just I, I get I get what you're saying. It seems like there's an awful lot of run-ins or mm-hmm. extracurriculars, like literally, like right when a match ends, like you almost did it, you don't get a chance to breathe. And yeah. I'll be you know what I was going to bring up about this match, and I'm with you on hybrid too. Um, I, I you know what. They're gonna have decent matches. I, I I just don't know what they are though. Like Edward, you say this all the time. You know, you know, wrestle coming out in SmackDown, and it was like the Blue Man Group. They all had the same blue right, outfit right. on, and it was just different guys doing the same thing. I feel that about them. Like it's it's not that they're bad. It's not that their matches are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a- again, in Helico's like. <laughs> Prime moment came in Lucha Underground. You know, yeah. you and and there's there's been nothing to get give you that kind of excitement with him. There's I, I don't know what the team is. You know what I'm saying? It's just Yeah, that's the problem. Like you don't have a reason to hate them and you don't have a reason to love them either. Because yeah, they're, they're just, just like guys. there. Yeah, it's just yeah, they're yeah. they're just a tag team there to have a match. Um I'd almost like a, a team that you know, like an SCU, when they wrestle the Young Bucks it's always in the back of your mind, like, this is SCU. They could win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when they wrestle the hybrid yeah. two, like, you know they're winning. Like, right. we're not going to give them a title shot unless they beat us. Well, these guys aren't going to win. It's like when they do it against private party. They're not going to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you do it at SCU, if you did it against a Lucha Brothers, there, it would be in the back of your mind, like, they could actually win. And they could actually get a title shot next week. So I think you lose that with these kind of teams. And you know what? Uh, a friend of mine was over tonight. We watched AEW together, and we were talking about things. And, and he brought up a great point about the Bucks. And I, I've been down on the Bucks as it is anyway. But I, I actually I agree with him on this one. 
the Bucks wrestle the same match all the time now. And now mm. there's a couple pay-per-view matches. Obviously, the, the, the title match with Omega and Hangman earlier this year. And I, I would even go to the FTR match. And you go back to the, uh, Lucha, the Lucha Brothers uh, ladder match where those matches are just insane. And you're, you're going crazy. They're exciting. They're awesome. That's the vintage Young Bucks. But the rest of the Young Buck matches, they're literally all the same. Whether they're on a pay-per-view, whether they're on Dynamite, no matter where they are, it's the same match. It's almost like, I hate to say it, you almost wish they would just like tone it back and say, we're wrestling the hybrid too. Instead of having this super competitive 15-minute match, why don't we flex our muscle a little bit? And yeah, they get through a little bit of a spot, but for the most part, the Young Bucks kick their ass for 10 minutes. Like an FTR would do. The Young Bucks don't seem to do that. They seem to have their 15-minute match. It's the same match every time. It, 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 you can you can almost choreograph it in your head because you've seen it so much. You know what? Yeah, now that you bring it up, and I'll I'll shut up and let White House get in here for a couple minutes. But you talking right now just reminded me of why I fell in love with the Bucks in the first place when they were in Japan. Because do you remember they they would do matches? They would do high flying matches. They would do high spots. Mm-hmm. Then you would see them the next night on a you know on a tour show, and they would work it like comedic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they'd be screwing around with Canellis if they were fighting the kingdom or whatever. And right. then the next night, they would wrestle it old school again. You, you know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. you had, like, the different versions of the Bucks there. Right. That, we haven't seen that There's in a some long contrast. time from them. There's no contrast yeah. with them anymore. Yeah. I don't know, White House, if you, if, you, if you thought of that or not, but he brought um, it up, and I was like, you know what? You're on to something because when the Bucks wrestle right now, I, I, I hate to say I don't care, but I almost don't care. You can see the, some of the cookie cuttingness because you saw, you saw it at the end. You saw it at the end of the Ring of Honor run. A lot mm-hmm. of the Ring of Honor run matches at the end were cookie mm-hmm. cutters. I mean, you mm-hmm. kind of saw it because they're they were closing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most shows at Ring of Honor. Um, there's something to it. I, I you know I, I I hate to say it because it sounds like we're. We're shitting on them, and I don't no, want. No, it's it's not meant to be that. It's them. not meant to be that. It's just we're just talking. It's not meant to be that. Right, but it, I, I don't mean it as that. But yeah, I, I I could see you could see that, and you know, for whatever reason, they're they're, they're cookie cutting it. But you know, shit's gonna catch up to them if that's what they're doing. You know, um, you know, because that that's gonna get old real quick. You know, if you have if you have a you know a top level team who's taking on a mid-level team, it, it's not supposed to be like a 50-50 every time that just, oh my God, they pulled it out at the end. Like it, it's, it, We've talked about this with Cody before, no? And, and Kenny, when, he, when Cody and Kenny were carrying all these guys during the, uh, you know, those, I'll call them the, uh, you know, COVID shows or whatever at, at QT Marshall's gym, we, we were getting like, why are they carrying these guys? It's the same concept. Like, yes... Not that hybrid two are bad, but they're not supposed to be on Young Bucks level. So you would think the Young Bucks would dominate a portion of the match and then get a solid victory instead of like this 50-50, let's just, you know, do all these flips and jumps and all this crazy shit all the time. And honestly, I think the Bucks would play better if they showed a little dominance and held back some of their, you know, choreographed, you know, moveset where it became special again just on pay-per-views. You know, the, the difference between them now with Ring of Honor, too, is, you know, there's this, we, you and I saw it because we 
and and Edwards, you've been there too. Uh, you when when you were diehard Ring of Honor, you watched every week, you watched everything, and you know that's not that's what's going on with AEW now. So you're seeing it all the time. But there's also been times in their career, like New Japan, perfect example. You you out of their five matches, most people might probably only saw two. Now you're seeing all five. You know, and and they did a better job of switching it up then. They should be switching them up more now than they did then. You know, I just think that's where I think it, I'm not saying it to knock them, but I think it's something they probably should think about. Just be, it just it becomes like I don't want to know that Nick Jackson's going to do the same move in the same spot every freaking match. Yeah, the same. You know, when he goes and does his little. That little five minute, two to five minute move set. It's same, it's same, it's, same. It's, set it's of like rules. almost in order. You know what I mean? And I love order. the guy. I'm not it trying to knock order. him, but it's in the same. It's literally the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, it's just different parts, different placements in the match, but it's the same thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But anyway, Bucks win. They, you know, they're not going to. Bucks win. It looks like we got an acclaimed and SCU. At least you got something for SCU to do. Yeah. With the acclaimed. Um, so now Frankie Kazarian can job to to the acclaimed now. That's great. <laughs> Although I will say this, and I, I get what you're saying too, but if you're going to bring a young tag team in, isn't SCU or FTR the type of teams you want to bring them in against who are going to, you know, show them the ropes in a sense? Yeah, but why does Frankie Kazarian have to be the job? <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't lose yet, so let's. You got you got other tag teams that could do that. <laughs> Best friends, right? <laughs> you know, let 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 Beretta or let uh, the other dude there. Uh, what's it's, it's, what's going on with LAX? Is, is, is Santana taking some time off? Hey, does he have be. COVID? Like, what is going on? Uh, we'll get Maybe. there. But. Uh, so then we go from there. We go to an MJF video, and my God, I hope he beats the shit all over Cassidy. <laughs> that was my notes for that video. Um, then we go. Then we go from that video to to, to fellas. I I found this to be one of the more intriguing Darby Allen videos. I I like this video. You know, he you know he's sitting down and he looks like he's you know he's talking to a shrink, and they go through pictures. And the first picture is of the man, the Rick, Ricky Starks. The Rick. Oh, God. Um, He's a stud, isn't he? He was so good in that promo. He was great tonight. Dude, Dude, I'm not kidding. Dude, I cannot wait to get to that spot. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't even have to bust my balls anymore. I'm I'm on board. board. And then then you got the powerhouse. And he talks about powerhouse Hobbs. And then... And then he drops a little little bomb, you know, with Cage. Cage just looks like he's getting a TNT title shot. And, you know, I like it. And then he goes to the pitcher, and you knew it was Sting's face paint, and you just get a chuckle, and it ends. Guys, I'll tell you, the way they ended that video, fucking brilliant, especially after what we get next. Brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. I agree. I agree. Loved it. It got mm-hmm. me. It was very good. You know, and so the stuff they're doing with Darby now, it's not the stupid. It doesn't. It's not that stupid corny shit. It, it, I'm digging some of these these promos he's doing. Not doing the stupid key, skateboard ramp. Not 
listeners, I'm not shitting on that stuff. It's it's a sport with Tony yes. Hawk, <laughs> right? But dude, it's not. There's no place for it in wrestling. I'm it's sorry, Steve. The shit that he's doing now is more towards the character that he is, and I'm digging it more. It's a personal opinion, okay? Of course, well, dogs but, agree. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pissed about something, but um. So so, dude, I I, I just I just dug that video. Uh, it's like this is like a stretch of like three or four in a row now. So I don't I don't know who's doing it now. I don't know what they mixed it up, but you know I, I'm definitely digging what they're doing with Darby. Yeah, yeah, I I like it too. It's it's like progressing from the skateboard stuff, like. I don't want to say they should be doing Bray Wyatt stuff with him, but do you remember when like the Wyatt families would would be in the they'd be in the closet? Yeah, and he would just blow out the light. Like that's what he needs to be doing. Like stuff similar to that. And I think tonight we got like something similar. Darker, not the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give me the darker stuff. Yeah, more serious. Yeah, because yeah. he's see, I like the dummies when he'd run them over and light them on fire and shit. That was cool, but then it got like weird and goofy, and then he went back to it. Oh, but this was very good. You know, it's just because it, his character is supposed to be dark, not corny and kitty. You know, so so yeah, no, it was good. So then we go into uh, from that video, we go into we, we hear Cody's music. Cody comes out, looks like he's doing a, uh, uh, a promo with our interview with Tony, and he's in the ring with Tony. Lights go out, and then you know what? I'm sitting here, guys, and I'm watching lights go out. I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, God damn it, it's too early. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I thought the same thing. God damn, that was too early. Mm-hmm. You had a chance to do what, in, like, steal a little bit of impact and promote the fuck out of that till it's, like, almost annoying. Yeah, they should have been mm-hmm. talking about Sting is going to be here. And, and, you know, as much as is, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit, is, and, you know, we, we, we could make arguments of what should have gone last and what shouldn't have, and I'll contradict myself a little bit. Uh, I, I would have been fine if Sting went last, too. Um, I would have been too. I, I, nor, do, nor do I think he had to. They could have done him at 930. Um, yeah, exactly. If the last half hour was Sting, MJF, Cassidy, <laughs> then Omega... Perfect last half hour. Did they not learn anything about like sucking people in to keep watching? Apparently <laughs> not. If you if you were watching that show just for Sting, you're out at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, give him give me Sting at the nine o'clock hour because you all are that, big on that nine could, o'clock hour. You could do it. that too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking get it. But eight thirty or yeah. whatever it was. I was you shocked. Gotta be I was shitting shocked. me. I was shocked. So I was pissed. I was upset. But um, I liked, you know, Aaron got on the mic. He goes, right, let me just make sure this is you. There's a little funny thing, and he took, and he took off. And Tony was going to leave the ring, and I thought that was a good, cool moment. Sting got, you know, Sting hugged Tony, mm-hmm. and then, they, then Sting asked him to do the whole Sting thing, and that was pretty fucking cool. It was just a nice little, little kudos moment with Sting and, and Tony Cervani, which rightfully he deserves. And, again... His call last week is going to go down with one of you know Jim Ross's oh my gods when he sees Mick Foley falling off <laughs> the, the hell yeah. of a cell yeah. taker. This one's up there with that yep. with that moment last week. So so that was cool. They had that and 
fellas, I didn't write a whole lot with the interaction because I wanted to watch because that tapping of the bat last week, all I had in my mind was when he was in the ring with 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 with, with Cody there for a minute, and then Cody just you know, Cody's like, I wanted this, always wanted this, and he's like, whoa, whoa, back up, back up, I'm not here for you, and he looks up. I thought that was a cool moment for Darby. Um, so I'm curious to see where that goes with that. And then I mean, they tiptoed talking about beating something. the dead horse. Right? <laughs> and then they tiptoed around something. And I and I and, and, and I waited twenty minutes and I and, and I threw it in our thread and I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna say it. Fellas, we're getting a Cody and Sting match, man. Cause he disrespected the fuck out of calling him the kid. And that's exactly how Cody took it. And I think we're getting it. And I'm curious to know where this is coming from because Sting and Dusty were friends. Right. So where's the – I don't know. Is Sting trying to put him in his place? Sting trying to teach him? Like, Shaming him for losing his title shot and never getting one again or something? <laughs> <laughs> Can but we do that? Can that, we do that, that in the angle? Could, could that be a great segue into Kenny versus Cody? Could Sting right. get him his title shot back? I will, I will love that. That tapping of the bat last week, and then he and then he called him a kid tonight, and then seeing the look on Cody's face after he called him the kid and walked out of the ring, dude. Oh, I love it, but like I'm kind of curious to know where this is coming from. But it clearly looks like we're headed towards a Sting could be and Cody match. Um, that, guys, well, what your thoughts so are? But are we are we doing this? final match thing for Sting or is he just going to be a TV personality? Uh, I, I, you know, I've heard, I've seen different things on that, so I don't know. Um, it sounds like he wanted another match. I, I'm going to say if he's going to AEW, it's got to be one of three guys and Cody's one of them, right? Cody Jericho, Cody Jericho and Mega, maybe, probably just Cody and Jericho. The really. only three I could think of. Yeah, Cody makes the most sense. I would probably right. say. Um, can we? Can we? I'll say one thing though. Can, can we give up on the Derby in the stands section three hundred and fifty seat twelve row nineteen? <laughs> like, can, can we give up on it already? Like, I mean, I get it. I, right? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, talk about beating a dead fucking horse. Some light on it himself, <laughs> so I don't think it's. I, I was waiting. Actually. I was waiting for Sting to teleport up there, like Matt Hardy. I mean, I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, but other than that, uh, the spot was good. Uh, listen, it was this second appearance was never going to live up to appearance no. one, right? No. So we know we know that going in. Um, I just think we kind of nailed it earlier. Nine o'clock, nine thirty, end the show. Maybe um, just a little early. Uh, and you know, it, it coming out of it, we get announced. And I'm sure we'll talk about this later. Cody's wrestling Angelica. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jekyll and Hyde. Here we go. <laughs> well, I got a couple things here. Um, first, when he came out. Of course, this wasn't going to even come close to his first appearance, of course. But what I liked about it was he felt kind of like main event mafia sting. Yeah. But in the crow paint. Yeah. And he came off as like genuine, like he was having fun. And I yeah. thought I, w- I was just so happy for him. 
from you know how WWE ended his run there. <laughs> he seemed pretty happy tonight, just happy yeah. to be there. So that, I thought that was cool. But uh, his impression of Shivani doing its thing, I thought was pretty <laughs> damn good. But uh, I think uh, going back to Darby's segment, I think if you look at the debut. He may have that conversation with the bat with Cody eventually. But I think right now, I think the plan, if I look into my crystal ball, you guys can disagree with me if you want, is going to be Darby has Sting as the ace up his sleeve. So when he's wrestling Cage and Starks comes out and Powerhouse comes out and Taz's kid comes out, the ace up his sleeve is going to be Sting backing him up and maybe Cody. Yeah, maybe it goes to a three on three, you know, and that protects Sting in there as well. Mm, yeah. So I, you know, it's it's going to be hard to say. Maybe he has a match here and there, but I have a feeling he's going to be maybe passing that gimmick efic- officially to Darby by being his manager or some kind of like a you know yeah protector, liaison protector to Darby or, or some yeah, yeah protector yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. Uh, also. I, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. If he's going to have matches here or there, then I could see him, you know, in a three-way scenario against FTW, Taz's Team Taz, whatever you're going to call him. Um, I could see that. But my my guess would be, if he's only going to do, let's say he's just like, I'm going to be an on-air, on-TV personality, but I'm only going to do one match. If he only does one match, you got to think it's something big. Not a three-way. You know what I mean? That that would just be my only guess. If he's going to parachute into certain things here or there, then I could probably see that. Um, but I do agree with you. I think the, you know, I don't want to, again, manager is not the right word for what he'll probably right, do for right, Darby. Yeah. Whatever, right. his spiritual... What you know Advisor, what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's the Lord overseeing him. I don't know, like you know what I mean, like yeah. passing the torch, but still being a protector in a way. Um, yeah, I could. I, I honestly, I think that's. I think that's where they're at now um, with Sting. But if he does do Cody in the next six months, say he does want to have a match, and it is going to be Cody, um, which would make all the sense in the world. That also you know, kind of keeps Cody involved with something huge until they could get him to Omega so it's not rushed type of thing. Right, um, yeah. Well, so, I'm going to get to it later. It seems like Cody's got his hands in a couple, several hmm. things. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm kind listen, of figuring where all this is all playing out. You could, you could go back to many this things one of Cody. three. Yeah, I mean, he's got all the oh, tasks. Like you said, all... AC, he's he's like his dad. He's like involved with everybody, kind of. You know, <laughs> I mean, you could always go back to MJF. You could, you could go back to him and Jericho. You could right. you go you could even go back to him and Lance Archer. You could, I mean, you could do him and any any of Taz's guys right now, right? Um, right. It's they, there's you know, a lot of possibilities for him. Um, Shaq, after you tonight. Always... <laughs> please come on. Come on. I, mean, I don't want to see well, you. Dude, we got to talk about that second. We will. I know we're going to. You don't but... think that's going to lead to that now? It, it pro- it's, yeah, it's like. It, is that not Cena and Nikki versus Miz and Mar- <laughs> Mars, whatever her name is? Yeah. Is that not that? Come on. Is it, it going to. Uh, this is another thing he has his hands in. 
Fuck yeah. I guess, yeah. I know what you're saying. I mean, here's the one thing, though. We AEW can easily just remove Shaq from the picture and never talk about it again. I mean, they I did it with Mike would. Tyson. I mean, they probably, I mean, they could. I mean, they do it all the time. <laughs> like, where's Mike Tyson? Where'd he go? He disappeared off the face of the earth, apparently. Uh. No, he's getting his clock cleaned by Roy Jones, man. Yeah, Mike Tyson fucked him up. Who are you kidding? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> fucking around. A little tappy punches while Tyson was laying up the body. Tyson could have knocked, knocked him out. Dude, how funny is it that Tyson admits he was fucking stoned out of his mind? <laughs> They're probably worried he'd bite his ear off or something if he didn't get fucking fucking blunted before he went into the fight. Oh my god! How, how about not to change the subject, but how about fucking Mayweather fighting Logan Paul? Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, I'm all about these exhibitions when it makes sense. I don't understand that. And one. I'm, I don't and get I, it. but all these, all my friends texting me, bro. I told you boxing's dead. Da da da. And I just watched this great fight with Errol Spence Jr. and fucking Danny Garcia. You got Terrence Crawford. You got Errol Spence. You got all these fucking Sean Porter. You got all these guys at 147 that are great fighters. You got the three heavyweights that, that could fight. And we got to talk about Mayweather versus Logan Paul. This is the fuck Floyd Mayweather. I just had to get that out. I'm sorry. Nah, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get that match, but <sighs> right, what do I know? I'm getting on, old. Nah, old and I'm not into it, I guess. I, I hope Logan Paul so, knocks his dick off. I really do. So we go from we go from that we go right into Team Taz promo, and it looks like they got a new additional member. So we have obviously Brian Cage, we have Powerhouse Hobbs, the Rick, Ricky Starks. Nice jacket, by the way. Looking nice. like a stud. Look, look like a million bucks tonight. <laughs> and you got his son. You got his son who's no longer training with Cody. I guess. Yeah, and I you saw got that. that. And all they do is, you know, so they, they cut their promo, you know, ripping on Cody, ripping on Cage, ripping on Sting, and X, Y, and Z. So I thought it was a good follow-up to what we saw with Cody and Sting, with Darby, um, in, 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 that, in, that, in that segment before. So I thought this was a good placement of this, of this but it should have been towards later along, you know, with the whole Sting thing. But right, right, uh, right. this was a good follow-up, I thought. And... Uh, you know, I don't know why they're dragging Taz's kid into it now, but uh, it's kind of weird. But uh, okay, um, just trying to make his group look a little bigger. Okay, um, yeah, maybe that's the reason. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just find it a little odd. You know, I thought it happened again. I thought Cody made it personal when he brought it up. Yeah, but now that it seems like they're going balls to the wall, speed full ahead with this- it. Now bringing them on air again. Yeah, this this to me is typical AEW, where oh, no they, they, they they introduce it, they kind of go away and don't speak of it again, and boom, there he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I I guess you could say, yeah, there is an explanation for why uh, the per- Cody making it personal, but there was no follow up. There was no, you know, he didn't walk out of it. You know what? How much better would have that been? If in his next like training session with Cody, he walked out, kicked the door open, and like I'm out of here, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like they get a shot of that QT Marshall's gym, and you know he's kicking the door open and be like, "You disrespected my dad," blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Just to really sell it. Instead, 
they bring it up, go away from it for three weeks, and now here he is. <laughs> you know, it's just very AEW. I don't know, Edwards, how you feel about that. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? They could have done uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, true. you know, he's yeah. training Johnny's kid, and then he he finds out he's his kid. You know, this is like a six week build, you know, six episode build, and he's like, "Was this a setup from the start? I don't want to ever see you again." Then yeah. they patch it up, season two, and then it happens again. Right, right, right. Well, that's, that's a great way like, to do it. Yeah, next week, next week, you're you're in Taz's group. You're with your dad. <laughs> Why? And then, and then don't even say any. Nobody even mentions yeah. it either. Nobody says <laughs> a word. The announcer conflicted. Yeah, he loves his dad, but Cody's a better trainer. Right? They're, they're no. The announcers don't mention it. Nobody says a word. He just magically appears with Taz's weird. group. It's it's so AEW. So, it's it's yeah, all the holes in your story. You said the the magic word White House conflicted. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's his dad, but Cody's a better trainer. Cody's a, has a better personality. You know all that. They could have played that. In. But whatever. The other thing too that I don't like about this is, in my opinion, I think. Cage, good. Starks, good. Okay, now we got something. Powerhouse Hobbs, great. Now we got a threesome. I think by adding Taz's kid, who is just unknown except for the fact that he's Taz's kid, it kind of ruins the whole team. Yeah. The whole stable. Waters it down. Yeah. 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 They were just on the something, and then, boom, the next week, here's this kid. (laughs) I don't understand like, that. And but it's you so know, with them, he might not see him for three weeks now, though. You never know. <laughs> yeah, and how is... many times, how many weeks did we spend on this new four horsemen? Yeah. And they drug it out in the elite break it up, it and never, they drug it out. It never did it, any of it. There's never did any of it anyway. That's not going on. I actually... Yeah. No, I, I actually... all of a sudden... Uh, just, uh, <laughs> There's something else that happened in this show that made me think about that tonight. So... So, my question would be to Hook, you thought Cody was a better trainer than your dad. That's where you originally went to him. So Honestly, wouldn't it have been more cool for him to stay? Now? Talking so about... What in the last three weeks has made you think that right. all of a sudden that's a better trainer you than give Cody? Give us a reason. Because what makes but, more sense is like dude, what you guys said, conflicted. Why wouldn't... He, uh, forget, forget a segment with him, him leaving, kicking the door open... Why not? Why not a segment where he's like training with Cody, and then you show a string of text messages with his dad being like, "I love you, Dad, but you know Cody took me in. He helped me. He he's been loyal to me. He's been showing me all this great stuff. I, I love training with Cody, but I love you too. But at the same time, I got to stay with Cody, and that that grinds Taz's gears mm-hmm. to make him hate mm-hmm. Cody more. Like you're mm-hmm. stealing my right. son from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anything makes more sense than what they did. Mm-hmm. I just thought they had an opportunity to do those stories are there to tell, and it, when I, I think when we're explaining it, it sounds like, well, that would take a lot of time. It really wouldn't, though. It would. You, you could do it in thirty seconds. A thirty-second yep. yeah. segment would cover that. It really would, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're we're. I'm listen. I'm going to be out of a job soon. I'm for higher AEW. <laughs> you guys, what you want to lay? I'm. We're, I don't know about these yeah, guys. So, I'll move oh, to man. Florida. I'll move to Florida tomorrow. <laughs> if this kid is any good, too, I mean, imagine this spot for for you debuting on freaking AEW. They're not doing him any favors. Imagine They're not doing him like, any favors. The three of those guys beating down the Nightmare Family, except for Hook, and Taz is like, "Come on, come with us." And that kid is conflicted. Yeah. Like in the middle of the ring. Like, 
Yeah. I do know. I wipe Cody's blood or do I go with my yes. ass? Yeah, some good <laughs> yes. storytelling, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, so when Brian so then, Cage and Cody wrestle, do I throw in the towel or do I not? I know they did that already with MJF, which I know would kind right. of like be like uh, again, but at the same time, that would make a lot of sense. It sense. would you know make sense I mean? here. It would make a ton of sense here. <laughs> yep. So, so we go to uh, FTR versus the Varsity Blondes, and I love it. Those I love it. For those who didn't watch Dark last night. Varsity Blondes had the upset over uh, a couple members of Dark Order last night in the main event really? to earn their first victory. Yes, Silver they and won. Reynolds. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. All right. I believe so. They lose all the time. I hate it, but <laughs> that's fine. Honestly, uh, uh, as far as Varsity Blondes go, I had my buddy Jim here tonight. I had three people text me, I love Varsity Blondes today. Yeah, man. Dude, it's, it's whatever it is. The people dude. love it. It works. Dude, it's, dude. They look is, great together. It works. They it's look Pillman, great together. The... I like their chemistry. Yeah. And Pil- not to say Pillman was, wasn't good when he got to AEW because I liked, I dug, I dig his MLW, uh, his MLW stuff. But at AEW, he was kind of, you know, you know, big fish, small fish in a big pond. He's slowly gaining his his placement and things, and and I dug I, I dug his match tonight, and I knew they weren't going to be FTR, but they put out a, a, a fantastic showing tonight. They really does. Did. He have a world title match coming up, White House. Um, he has. He, Drop it. Drop the was, knowledge, Professor. He has Drop it. an NWA 10 pounds of gold title match against the national treasure, mm. Nick Aldis, mm-hmm. coming up in the very near future. And good luck, Pillman. Put on a good showing. Fortunately, you're not there yet, but the fact that you're getting a match with Nick Aldis Shows that you're pretty fucking oh, I mean, close. I mean, that's like, you know, how do you get a match with Nick Aldis? That's like getting a match with Roman Reigns. Dude, dude. Nick <laughs> Aldis says he's open to wrestle anybody at any time. And he's done that. He's Fighting taken out, he's taking out. He's taking out your boy Bennett in one <laughs> last month. So he takes That's because they don't have anybody in NWA to wrestle them. They got to bring people in from the outside. <laughs> Here's what I want to see from. Why you got to go down the road? <laughs> they're making the best of what they got down there, man. They're trying. White they're House. Them in a dick. White House. Yeah. Tell me if you agree with this. This is what I want to see from the Varsity Blocks. They got the name. Yep. Great. They yep. got the talent. Got a Pillman. Yep. I want to see a little blonder hair because right now yep. they're kind of like the dirty blondes. Yep. Okay. Let's let's lighten it up a little bit. Lighten platinum. Go platinum. Platinum. But I, what I want to see is the old school rapid fire '80s face tag team promo in the back before the matches. Oh mm. fuck yeah! With these two, hell yeah! So Dosh is standing in the back and they're pointing at the camera. Oh, we're gonna go out. We're gonna do 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 do. do. <laughs> Tell him, Brian, and then Brian takes over. You know, you remember little, the old wind, little windbreakers on, like jumping up and down. I would love to see it. Yeah, I agree. Yep. 
They gotta, they gotta, what they gotta do is they gotta get. They need some like 80s like workout music too to come out. They need to hang out Mm -hmm. with Rock and Roll Express and get some of that Gibson, that Gibson magic and how they cut the promos. Yes. They need to take a little bit from the Rock and Roll Express Mm -hmm. and into their own. What I want to see from the, from the Varsity Blondes is I want to see, I want to see those vest jackets that the Hollywood Blondes wore. But the varsity blondes style. Yeah. Cody, do it. Cody, you're listening. Do it. Yes. I want to see it. it. Do it. I want to see a montage towards his dad. I want to see it. And, uh, dude, I'm telling you, I I enjoyed last night's dark match. I watched it when I saw that they won. So I went right to the main event to watch it because I wanted to see it for myself. And, and, and I dug what they did tonight. Um, I think I think they got something uh, with 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 these kids and yep. Yep. dude, it's just another twenty two year old, twenty three year old kids that just God are young. They have talent, mm-hmm. dude. I know we've said this the last couple of weeks. AEW, their future is fucking gold. Oh yeah, man. it yep. really is. If they do it right, and I just this is another notch on their belt of young kids that they're gonna tie up and wrap up. Yep. And my God, that tag team division, Jesus Christ, dude, give that tag team division two years. How fucking good is that tag team division gonna be? In two years, they're twenty five, all of them. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's crazy. True, it is. It's crazy. Wow. And and then you and you have. The, you know, the FTRs there, you have the best friends there, you have the SCUs there, you have mm-hmm. the Young Bucks there to bring along um, these tag teams as well. You know what I mean? Yep. It's yep. insane. That's why I love this spot. I love them being in a match with, you know, FTR there because that's what they need. Yep. And you know what? They held their own tonight. They did. They did. Oh, they did. They look really good against the best tag team in the world, arguably. I agree. In FTR. I think they are. Yep. Uh, I think I, 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 they proved it. I know the Bucks, you know, got to get their run with the belts. I get it. Mm-hmm. But FTR, you know, outside I, of. I would agree with you guys, but the, the Briscoes. The Kingdom's but... back. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it's all uh, right. You know what? I'm gonna give it to you because you've been waiting for this for a few years. So take it, man. Enjoy. Kinda, it. Vince stole Bennett from us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we got him. Back. I, uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this match uh, tremendously. So um, this is where um, this segment here is where. Uh, things got a little interesting in my mind, and I was playing it out of my head. And bear with me for a minute here, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have a hangman interview, and he's with Alex, and <laughs> he needs two tag team partners because he's in a six man tag match next week. And back at the bar, uh, he's got two at the bar. Yes, he's got two. He's got. Uh, He's got two from the uh, Dark Order. Um, Recruitment specialists. Yeah, recruitment (laughs) specialists. Uh, Silver and Reynolds. Guys, I want 
I'm going to throw something out here. Um, we haven't seen Brody in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's supposedly supposed to be the leader of this Dark Order. Um, I mean, Uno, Uno seems like the leader now. But Uno seems yeah. to be like a talking piece right now, but Uno doesn't have that big name. Mm-hmm. Say, like, a hangman Adam Page. And Adam Page just doesn't have too many friends, and these two actually dig him, and I think he's starting to take a liking of these two as well. I mean, who couldn't like John Silver? I mean, I would love exactly. John Silver. It's funny, funny fuck. And if you watch um, Being the Elite, he was a funny fuck on, on the, the recent Being Elite as well. So what if uh, what if Hangman takes over Dark Order and totally they change it? It's not called the Dark Order. They'll call it something else. Cowboy or they'll shit. change something. All right, they'll this is... Something. White House, I'm on the same wavelength as you. I think this is what's going to happen. Um, I think they're going to hold Brody off for another week, maybe. And you're going to have, like, Hangman hanging out with Dark Order. And I think it's going to cause... going to like it. Right. And I think the, the end game here is getting Silver to turn face. Whether Reynolds goes with him or not, sure. You know, mm. But the two of those guys, I think, are going to be turned babyface by Hangman's involvement with the group. And he's going to have his own little group. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Take 10. Take 10, too. I like 10. Take 10 with you, too. <laughs> I don't know what 10's name. 10 is good, man. Because, guys, let's make next. I mean, we've Ted been talking. good with Dustin tonight, man. We've been talking about Silver now for the past couple weeks. Yeah. And even, I think it was a week or two ago, I remember JR saying, hey, when you're in a group this big and you can stand out, uh, so so they're telling us <laughs> through through the speaker of the TV, right, right, they right. see it too. It's and going to, he's is, coming out, right? Right, right, right. And right. Silver is the being the elite champion. We okay. threw you all in there, we put masks on you, we gave you numbers, and as you started <laughs> to stand out, we actually let you use your name. And then mm-hmm. you really stood out, so now you're going to graduate from the group. Right. It's, it makes sense. And, and that's and, where and all, at. To me, it makes sense to keep Uno and Grayson in it, because they're like, the, the, you know, one and two. They're, you know what I mean? And have guys beneath them coming out, and now Brody's blaming them, or blaming Hangman, or blaming whoever, for him losing followers. And it you're, you're setting up, basically what I think where you guys are going is, you're setting up Brody versus Hangman. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and Hangman's got his own little group of followers. Mm, okay. Yeah. Sorry, He's I got, got his own little group. Yes, one hundred percent. Brody versus Hangman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I, I didn't know we were going if they're going versus each other or. Hangman's taking over Dark Order and kicking Brody out. See, that's the thing is, I don't know if I'd buy Hangman taking over Dark Order. I could buy Hangman getting well, friends from Hangman Dark Order. The group over, but it's not called Dark Order anymore. It or, totally, totally changes the whole di- dynamics of it. See, uh, I one thing I've noticed, and I'm and I'll, I'll say this later on when it comes to AEW, and we've said it before, and I'm to this point with them. Because of what we were talking about earlier with the horsemen and the elite and all that. Right. It's almost like Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Like, the most logical thing you think they could do is the most logical thing they will do. And to me, like, the most logical thing is, yes, 
Brody versus Hangman, yes, Hangman is the reason Brody loses said member or said members. And that pisses him off. But he, I still don't think they take him out of the Dark Order. But I do agree that either Hangman's going to pull guys out, have his own faction, not have a faction, and still pull guys out. However it's going to work, you're going to have Hangman and, you know, Hangman, Silver, and Reynolds versus Brody 1 and 2. Or Brody and fucking Cole Cabana, God knows why he's still there, but he's there. You know what I mean? Like, you'll you'll get something, you'll get something along those lines and ultimately get Brody versus Hangman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a good spot for it's a good spot for Hangman too because he's not going to be in a title picture right now, but it is something big for him to do. Plus, I think he needs a signature win. Oh, Brody would be that. Absolutely, yeah, yep. I agree. Yep. And then we go from 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 that segment. We go from we go to ten versus Dust Dustin Rhodes. Uh, ten looked good tonight, fellas. He did. Spine Buster was was money. Um, you know, I, I actually thought at one point maybe they'll let Ten go over, um, but Dustin gets the victory with a with a bulldog, which I thought was odd. But uh, you know, your Evil Uno comes out, tries to recruit Dustin, giving the number seven, tells him mm. that he's the third. <laughs> I, I like that. That was that popped me. Yeah. He's the third most important road. Um, I, that got me. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I did. I did pop at that one. Uh, and then you know they were gonna give him the number seven. Which, if you look at the, what the, I don't know if this is how they meant by it, but when you look at the number seven, it's the number of perfection. Oh wait a minute, Professor. There's a, <laughs> the reason I popped was because do you remember when Dustin. Went back to WCW. He was yeah. He was called yeah. Right. He, d- tell yeah. tell the people do do the tutoring session, professor. Yeah. Tell them. Well, he before he became the Pale Rider, he <laughs> was known as Seven. Wasn't it? I could just remember the night he debuted. He had that. He had the black hat on. He had the black hat, and then he ripped the and he and he took it off, and he goes, "I'm not doing this anymore." Right. So he kind of like, that prom- yes, yeah, that like was, he, that was, yes, that was, it was kind of like a breaking kayfabe moment where was, he was like, yeah. no, I'm not doing this stupid yeah, gimmick or whatever. He shit all over the gold dust gimmick, which it's funny. He shit on it that night because he yes. went back to it. He went back to it. When Vince hired <laughs> him. And we found out he could make money out of it. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. Right. Right. That makes sense. I was looking at it more as the number of perfection. Because Dustin's the, the man, you know what I mean. Fifth, what, forty years of doing it, you know they're going to give him that number. But no, yours makes a lot more sense than mine. It was more of an insult. Um, but don't but no. don't you don't you guys agree? This is another uh, what Edwards was talking about earlier, where you have a match and you have it can't just end. You got to have something happen after. Where yes. It's, no, this is this one was clear that clearly with that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, but but that's what I mean. Like this is another spot where they could end the match and move on. And but they but they always do that. But it seems like that's a that's a staple with Dark Order. 
though. It's not just with Dark Order. It's with AEW. They're doing it all the time. Right. Uh, that, that's right. the point. You know, they, at, what, at some point, do you just end the match and just say, you know, all right. There, there, there literally was no reason for them to do that to me. There was no reason. They, you're, I mean, yeah, okay, maybe something will come of it, whatever. Who knows? They do it all the time, though. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's, start, it's starting to happen. Something's happening with Hangman. Why not just leave it at that? Why are we now doing this with Dusty Rhodes now, too? Again, for the how manyth time? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, the, you know, the weird thing, like, I've been noticing it, but I didn't say anything because Impact Tuesday really made me think about it watching Dynamite tonight because if you watched Impact all their stuff happens backstage. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? And like it's yeah. only like 20 seconds. Like Tommy Dreamer was back there investigating a shooting. I don't know what the hell's going on, but he wasn't doing it after the match. It was a backstage segment. You know, Chris Bay was back there doing something. Uh there were a couple things. The Deaners were talking to each other, you know. For some reason, AEW does everything. Like, I don't know why uh, Evil Uno couldn't have approached Dustin backstage talking to him about this when he's, you know, I don't know, taking his face paint off or something after the match. I don't know. I think it's just weird. That's why I said earlier, Is it are they getting lazy? Because they're not even attempting to film it shit be- like that anymore, you know? And, 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 and then Evil Uno, how he ends it, you know, like, he believe you know he's predicting that Dustin's going to be seeking them out. So I'm curious to know where they're going with that. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was weird. a little creepy. It was weird. You'll be begging, you'll be begging for it or something. Yeah, right. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, just again, it's just another, another one of these. Let's muddy the waters, mucky it up. Let's hit, all right. Yeah. Here we go. So all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, if something comes out of it, obviously we'll talk about it. But it it just seems like another spot where they could have just said. All right, segment over. You know, let's go to Marvez. Let's go to whoever. You know, cut we're, a we're going to Tony next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a backstage interview or whatever. Britt Baker in the dentist office. Whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to Tony next, and he's sitting down. This is so fucking weird. He's sitting down with Brandy Rhodes and Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> um, it was weird when they announced it. And this is another thing that now Cody's going to have his hands in. Why, Jim, do you say that? Well, it's, it's a good question why you would say that. Because because Brandy, her acting job tonight was was awful. Sorry. Uh, you know, they acknowledge, he acknowledges Jade made a boo-boo. Should have probably hurt her arm. But he, you know, he also, Shaq also means no disrespect to Cody in those tweets. I'm calling bullshit because <laughs> reading those tweets, they were going back and forth with one another. They seemed a little disrespectful to Cody. But that was who, my, who was my, going my, back and forth though? Shaq. Shaq with who? Just dogging on him. Just dogging on him. But who was he? Go- who was he? He was going Cody at Rhodes. Cody, like directly at Cody, or talking to yeah. somebody else? Okay, gotcha. No. I didn't see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then Shaq admits that he wants to see once her arms all healed up. He wants to see a Jade and Brandy match. And, uh, you know, he goes, he got no disrespect. You know, that's what he's hoping to see out of this outcome. And Brandy's getting up to leave. 
And Shaq just basically says, you got, you could learn a few tips from Jade uh, to, to go over well with Brandy. Brandy then grabbed a cup of water, threw it in Shaq's face, and called him overgrown asshole. Um, I, I don't know why they need Shaq to enter this. Like, like I know Shaq has a hard on for wrestling. He had it back in WCW days. You know what I mean? I know he had he had a, he had a cup of coffee doing something in WWE as well. But you know, TNT connection. It has to be that. And and I know and I know Shaq was dogging on Cody because Cody, you know, it was way back a few months ago. <laughs> When, when Alex Marvez asked him about putting on weight, you know, it was that interview that they did outside in front of a car. And Cody called himself the giant killer because he's trying to put on weight to to, to be to compete in the heavyweight division. Don't know why he wants to compete in the heavyweight division because he can't go after the title, but he wants, to, he wants to put on weight to compete in the heavyweight division. It makes a lot of sense. But... <laughs> Is there a, what heavyweight division is there though? Like, <laughs> I digress. But he's calling him. He called himself the Giant Killer, and that's how this is all started. So this is all. So, so if we don't get the match with Cody and Sting, like I'm saying, we may not get that. But I still want to know why he tapped the bat in front of him last week, and then this week called him kid disrespectfully, not doing it, not doing it nice and sincere. There's 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 meaning behind it, and I guess we got to wait another week to figure this out. But so. now you got the whole thing with Shaq, because that's not going to go away now. So now you got now Brandy's going to pull Cody into it, into that as well. I mean, I know he's your top baby face. Clearly, he's your top baby face. But dude, isn't there a point where they're stretching him too thin? See, I think I, I honestly I think um I, I I don't know, maybe you're reading too much into this. I think this is just more bullshit for Brandy. They do they think okay. it's bullshit for Brandy. But yeah. Brandy threw a cup of water in Shaq's face. I, I get it, but done. Yeah, it gets again, kiss. AEW kiss, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how many times have they started shit with Brandy and just poof, it's gone. Um, I, I, you know what? You, you could be right. You, you could be getting into sandwich and here. I hope not. Uh, but I mean, we're we're getting way too far ahead of ourselves here. A little bit based on tonight. I'm looking at it as more bullshit for Brandy. I don't know, Edward. Your thoughts? No, I'm right with you, I, White House. I think you're too smart for it right now. Like you're you're going too deep. I think Shaq was just brought in to put 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 a shine on it, basically. Yeah. And here, and here's the thing. Like, I don't know if you guys did a show and I wasn't there, or if we didn't do a show that week. But the night that Jade came out, cut a promo on Cody, and then Brandy yeah. came out, like her hair was on fire, and she yeah. cut the most fire promo. It was the best I ever heard of Brandy. She's she's best. out there calling her ratchet, and yeah, and she was just boom, boom, boom. I was like, damn, Brandy. Yeah, and that's where it ended. Yeah. Okay. This is more bullshit for Brandy. And this is what I don't understand. They, they did a whole tag team tournament for Brandy. Because they <laughs> wanted to tell a story with Brandy. Okay. One thing. 
they're not putting her up against Sheeta every other week, thank God. Okay, <laughs> so I give them kudos for that. But why are we treating Brandy like she's some special attraction? The, yeah. Dude, she's not Charlotte Flair. She's not Becky Lynn. She's not Sasha Banks. She's not Bailey. She's Brandy. Why are we treating her like she's one of those girls? Because yeah. that's the way this she gets last booked. Name's Rhodes, man. I guess. I guess. But nepotism at its I, finest. I agree, but I think that's what you, I think that's what you're getting here. I, you know what? I, I, I can't go crazy yet about Cody being involved in this whole thing because they just seem to do this a lot with her. You know, I, I, the best thing they did with her was that, like you know, kind of horror, you know, heel turn with awesome yeah. Kong. And then, you know, Kong was leaving and they were just like, all right, we're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's why I can't, I don't the know. Collective. I can't, I, yeah, I just can't, I just can't get, um, I can't get too involved in anything Brandy does. I really can't. No. I, I and it's don't. not, it's usually not it's very just... good either though. Right. I mean, I, listen, I'd be the first to admit when I over do you Do you think, do you think Shaq's, do you think Shaq is showing up in Jacksonville, Florida every week for the next month? I don't think so, bro. I, I no, mean, call me crazy. But do but do I vision a match in Jacksonville with Shaq and Cody? Yes, I do. No, you know what you know what I think? I think I think you might get one more segment with Shaq and they're going to be like, "The NBA season kicks off January 7th." You know what I mean? Like I can <laughs> see that, that happening, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I just don't want to get too crazy over, about they it. They lost over a billion dollars of business last year, so I mean, that's that, quite possible. Yeah, I mean, this is... Couldn't happen I, to a better fucking league, too. A T, a, this, is a T, this is a TNT thing. I mean, it, you know, this is kind of what Spike did with with in, with uh, TNA after a while, you know. Let's throw Tito Ortiz on there. Let's throw mm-hmm. Rampage mm-hmm. Jackson on there type yep. of thing. You know, I think yep. it's more something like that. That's what this reminded me of. Yep. You, yeah, that's great. Yep. We'll see. Oh, no, wrong. Brandy. She always has this special storyline that's like, <laughs> I, I just don't get it, man. I don't, like, I don't get it either. I get, Cody, I get it. It's your wife, bro. I get it. But I mean, and I don't want to shit on her all the time, but damn, find her a spot and keep her there. Like, by the man, of I just. Bikini, pal. Oh, yeah, pal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like at this point, like, the by the pool, pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Randy. so we go, we go from we dark go from announcer. Uno, we go from evil Uno trying to recruit Dustin to Brandy throwing Shaq to to Brandy throwing water in Shaq's face. Now we go into the the inner circle ultimatum, mm. like. They got the three the worst segments going back to back to back <laughs> here. You know, um, I wasn't looking forward to this segment. I believe it was. I believe it was going to be the shits, and coming out of it, it was the shits. Um, you got two biggest guys, two of the biggest guys in the group, arguably two of the biggest guys in AEW. Oh, no, I can't say that word because I'm gonna never. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't even know what word you're. Have like a gay like moment staring at me. You're staring at me. No, it's dude, dude. When Wardlow was like, it's wait. really weird, dude. I thought it was funny actually. I th- I thought the whole 
I thought the whole part of this was the shits until Swagger said, this guy keeps staring, staring at me. And he's like, you're staring at me, you freaking weirdo. <laughs> The whole thing was fucking I, la- I, la- I laughed for Wardlow and Swagger here. I did, too. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I did. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I wanted to, I wanted dude, to I don't, throw my TV outside. I, I don't know if you caught it, but after they were putting their fingers in, Swagger and Wardlow started staring at each other. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what's fucking... What's hilarious, too, is they... So the, problem, the problem they have with MJF being in there... Is everybody know it's almost taking away from Jericho because everybody wants to hear MJF cut promos and he's the dominant talker mm-hmm. now in the group. But I'll, I'll say this: I'm going to go back to the uh, you know Occam, I'll call it the Occam's Razor theory or to keep it simple, stupid theory. The most logical explanation is what it is with AEW. Guevara is going to turn. Let's be yeah, honest; yes. like we yes. called this weeks ago, it, it is this. Because it's so obvious, I truly believe it's going to happen. Yeah, I, and, I agree with you on this. It, yeah. He sold me tonight, not when he said it to, not when he said it to MJF. It's no, when he said it to Jericho. 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 Yep. I'm telling you, one more thing, and I'm out. Yep. And he made it a point, and that that's going to happen. And I think that's what will cause the tension that will ultimately end up with MJF taking over, or or the whole thing breaking up. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I you know who knows how that all is going to play out. Uh, but I think the first step will definitely be Sammy turning on MJF and ultimately leaving. Um, ultimately leaving. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, inner circle. Inner circle. Thank you. Yep. And I, I I just thought that was very obvious. But <laughs> I like the idea that I do like the idea though is. I do, uh, yeah, whatever. I do like the idea that they gave Swagger and Wardlow the time, too. Because oftentimes it ends up being Jericho and MJF, and then you have a little bit from, like, LAX and a little bit from Sammy, and the other guys just kind of stand there. Tonight mm-hmm. they expanded on that and gave <laughs> and gave them the best part of the promo. And the thing is, this this is me seeing them do more for Wardlow. That was more for Wardlow than it was for Swagger. That's the way I took it. Or Hager, sorry. I just, I just think it's so funny because this whole time you, you see them doing their shit, and that's all they do is stare at each other, and they freaking addressed it tonight. <laughs> I'm still interested to why Santana wasn't there. I thought he was going to run out in the in the main event or something or whatever, but nothing ever happened. So interesting yeah. to why Santana wasn't there, but. Other than that, so, I mean, it was pretty. I mean, was, I mean, the promo wasn't that great up until that last portion. So, White House, let me ask you this: Do you yeah. feel that they've officially ruined the inner circle by putting MJF in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the shine is off, man. I just, oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. But just, I think that was the intention, though. You know. Uh... Yeah, I don't like it. I knew I wasn't going to like it. It's just, you know, it's, MJF is that guy that just needs to be by himself or have a tag team partner, but, you know, that's fine. But this group thing with MJF, um, it's not digging it. It's, it's yeah. I mean, ultimately, this is going to... the end result. 
it's going to end with him versus Jericho. I mean, like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. Again, <laughs> keep it simple, stupid. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's where we're headed. No, I mean, no, I hear you. I'm not. I mean, it's I it was it's just a little drawn, stupid it's a, that I popped for. It's a little Hager. drawn out, and it was it, yeah, it was a little sudden stupid. But I again, I like the idea that they gave him the spot because they don't do that right. a lot for for those guys, especially Wardlow. Right. Um, and that's why I liked it. And I thought it was funny, too. I agree with you. Um, yeah. So we go we go to a... We go backstage with Alex. He's with FTR. In a, uh, you know, cut a promo. You know, one's blaming himself for the loss. And, oh, it's a team because Tully wasn't there. They're a team. They're in the 1982 Bronco. And there's just... You know, yeah, Cap, you know, Cash was saying he lost the match because he took yeah, the pin. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it was a nice little promo. Glad to see FTR back on TV. And it's only a matter of time before they get the gold, boys. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. I say by double or nothing. It should, yeah. you know, they should have the belts by double or nothing. Oh, you think they're going to get or the belts? Or on that pay-per-view itself. Ah. Uh... I don't know that's going to go that. Well, double or nothing, May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Yeah, that. I can see yeah. that. About yeah. May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. You know, I, you know. But there, again, and, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of tag teams that they can, um, you know, that they could wrestle in the, in the interim here, you know, too. So, uh, there's, there's way, you know, there's, there's a lot of things they could do to keep them busy. Um, oh, yeah. keep them on TV and keep them relevant. Uh, you don't necessarily have to do the uh, Lance Archer treatment. You know what I mean? I hope so. I mean, the best tag team well, the, out there. Yeah, the match helps tonight, kind of getting back to them having matches yeah. often. Yeah. So, we go we go from there to uh, Eddie Butcher and the Blade versus Archer, Penta and Ray. Um, we knew this was going to get a little, a little crazy. Um there are a lot of, you know, there was a lot of contact before the bell rang to the point where Penta went through a table and Penta was out of commission for the match, which made it a handicap match. And, uh, you know, I knew there would, you knew Archer and you knew Archer and Ray would put up a good showing, but, you know, the numbers game and, uh, you know, because of the numbers game, and and you know they they took a loss, and uh, which I'm kind of okay with because it's it's going to prolong the story with with Archer and Eddie. I think that's the main thing with this tag. I mean, you're getting others involved, but the main part of this story is Archer hates Eddie. So I think with Eddie Eddie's team winning, kind of makes that. You know, makes the prolongs this a little longer to the point where Archer's more angry, as we saw tonight after the match. So, um, I, I get nothing, it. Yeah, there's nothing I, spectacular with this match. Give six people something to do, but it's also prolonged. It makes makes this story with Eddie uh, grow out a little longer. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. Where, where they're headed here, um, like you said, uh, Archer and Eddie, whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, any any people that have seen a fair amount of Pentagon matches 
I mean, him going through a table takes him out of the whole match. Uh, I, yeah, I, might yeah wanna, I don't know I, what they were doing there. Yeah, I, I might, I, I, I might want to have seen something a little more extravagant to get him out of the match the whole time. And here, here's right. the other thing. You know, at some point, just just call it a tornado tag match. You know, and just let them yeah. just have it be yeah. no rules, whatever. Um, yeah. You know, a fucking, you know, Texas two-step, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, right. Just you know, you know, uh, the, you know to to see it open so chaotically, and then have Jr. realize what's going on, and then go, well, you can't blame the referee. Like, there's six big men, and how's you know how's how's the referee going to get control of this? And it's like you know what, there's an easy explanation. Just call it a Texas tornado match, and you don't have to worry about it or a whatever match, and a, you know an unsanctioned match, a no rules match. Um, and, and let it be that, and then let the yep. chaos ensue, instead of trying to explain the chaos, and then get people not to tweet about how the referee sucks and she doesn't do her job, or he doesn't do her job, happened to be she tonight. Um, and, and I'm not blaming Aubrey for that at all, I just think you're putting her in a tough spot there, where it opens amidst chaos, and even when they got it settled down a little bit, it wasn't for the whole match, and... Like you said, you had a you know two on three, and uh, it's just one of those chaotic scenes where you probably could have sold this a lot better, just having it be no rules and just right. you know whatever. Uh, and 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 these oh, are the kind of these are the kind of teams and talent that you could do this with. Um, and the other thing too is um, why go to Archer here and go away from Pack? Pack's back in England. My guess. Well, that's to me. That's stupid. probably went. He probably went to England. But you're you're making an it. assumption. You're making an assumption now. Well, no. Uh, just look at just look at look at the last time we saw him on TV was right before Thanksgiving. You probably you know he flew home for Thanksgiving. He's he's in England. He hasn't flown back well, yet. Th- Thanksgiving is not an English holiday. It's an American holiday. So I mean, I, 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 I <laughs> you know what I mean. What I'm like, saying what I'm saying. That's when he flew back home. I'm not saying that it's an it's an English or American holiday. I'm just saying that's the last time we saw him was the day was right around Thanksgiving. But, but this, but this, he that doesn't home. that doesn't it doesn't change my point. It's not here. It doesn't change my point though. That's that's just bad. That's a bad job by them still because you have to know your guy's schedule. Like, let's just assume you're right and he's back home and that's why he's not on TV. Then why set this all up and then he flies back and nothing. He, this is, you're in the age of technology. He could cut a damn promo on his cell phone and they could put it on TV just right. to keep the thing going. They, well, this that's is, a different this, argument. It's not a different argument. It's not a different argument. Do, do, but it's my same argument. My same argument is why are we going away from Pac here? Why, you know, why are we doing this Lance Archer thing? You, you clearly set up Eddie and Pac. Every you know, I, I don't know. I wanted to see it. I don't know. I'm sure you guys wanted to see it. And now all of a sudden, it's Eddie and Lance because Pac's not there or whatever for whatever reason. This is again. This is one of these things with AEW where they they set something up and they just go away from it. No explanation. Nothing. They're, you didn't hear the guy's I mean, name again. I mean, you had winners coming. You had winners coming last week. Pac wasn't there, so that alone tells you he's back in England. It, but that, it, that doesn't change the point, though. That doesn't change the point. I'm they set something up. The they set something up, and they went away from it. Back home in England. And whether he is or he isn't, 
they need to plan for that. And if they could, there's still ways to keep the feud going. They, my point is, let's assume he is back in England. You're probably right. He maybe is back in England. Why not have him cut a promo or something just to keep it going? Why, why just like it's almost like the oh he went he went away magic two weeks you heard nothing nothing going on we're not going to mention him they do this all the time it's crazy Eddie what? just came off of a title match he's he's one of your guys he's on commentary every week you know he's he's doing something significant every week you set up this thing with Pack Pack disappears for two weeks and now we're doing Lance Archer. Nothing again. Obviously, I want Archer to do things too, but this, at the same time, is I was kind of excited for Eddie and Pack. Like, what are we doing here? And it made more sense for Pack to be part of this thing with Lucha with Lucha Brothers than it does Lance Archer. Let me remind you guys of something. What the, the week after the Pac week, when Pac came back, when Lance hit the ring and he cleared the ring, yeah. he was up on the uh, turnbuckle. And JR said, I remember, because Excalibur was, like, trying to fill in the gap. He was like, oh, this goes back weeks between him and Eddie Kingston and the Rumble and the or the Battle Royal or whatever. And JR goes, yeah, but where's this coming from? <laughs> yeah. And, and I felt, yeah, thank you, JR, because they just brought Pac back to remind you about Triangula della Morte. <laughs> and now they're re they're trying to restart this, but Excalibur's trying to sell it. You know? Yeah. And 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 the other part of it is too, AC, you're absolutely right. Let's assume that he is back in in the UK because why if he's in America, he would have been on the show. You so would, I think, think it's White House, you're probably right. He probably went home. Here's the deal. With this guy, wh- why isn't he there working every week? Does he does he have a a Brock, Brock Lesnar contract? Like, who the <laughs> hell is this guy? Like, dude, I love Pac. I love him. I love his style. I love that he can high spot, and he also slows it down. He's he's perfect, man. He's perfect. But if this is... Get rid of him. Because or, don't dick tease me with Triangula de la Muerte. Oh, he's back. Oh, the three of them are going to roll now. Oh, <laughs> Phoenix and Pentagon are away from Eddie now. Oh, this is storyline progression. Oh, and then he disappears. Yeah. And, and here's If he's not going to be there... Don't do this again next month when he's there for two days. You know what I mean? Like, don't do it. Or just use them better. If you if you only have, you know, so many days with them, why wouldn't you parachute them in for pay-per-view matches and then get them out of there? You, you know what I mean? Like, and let them showcase the big skills and then get them out and not put them in what you would assume to be long. Why would you set... Like, this whole thing was set up. He gets... Lucha Brothers away from Eddie, right? Mm-hmm. Reestablishes Triangular Della Morte, starts a feud with Eddie, and then flat falls off the face of the earth. Yes, I mean, I, I thought it was just me. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the other. The part of it that I hate is okay if he can't be there, and like you're saying, plan for it. Let them record something, Zoom, whatever. It could have pre-recorded it while he was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you have the match, just have the Lucha Brothers versus, versus Butcher and Blade with Eddie out at ringside wreaking havoc because Pac's not there. Or Eddie with Don't one of them. Don't insert Archer or, into yeah. it because now Eddie's in two feuds. Yeah, technically, yeah. Technically, right? And, and to me, Archer with Lucha Brothers makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm but whatever. Puzzled, I'm puzzled by the whole thing, but okay. You know, it's going to be the best. To me, part. him. My my the only point best. is, Archer. Only... Archer's going to go over. He's going to yeah. go over Kingston, and then the next week, Pac's going to be back, and they're going to reunite that. <laughs> yeah, Guaranteed. I know. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. Again, and the thing is, not dark with White House, but to me, him being back in England is not an excuse. Like you got to know that when you when you set this up, so you either plan for it or you don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's just, or if he's not in England, what's the reason he's not on TV? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, listen, if he had a fucking a positive COVID test and he, he didn't want anybody to know, just say he had a medical issue. You know? You know what I mean? Like, right. explain it. They, they, these guys leave and they don't even say anything. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. It just holes in the story. That's all. It, and it makes it confusing and. And it, and it makes you wonder, what, well, why is this guy fighting this guy da, 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 when they were doing this or they were doing that? And, and let's be honest, we all saw that battle royal. We all saw how it ended. That's a stretch. Yes. <laughs> For this to, be come, that's what this to come up saying. two months later. You know what I mean? If it came <laughs> up two weeks later, okay, I could buy. But two months later, come on, that's a stretch. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go from we go from that weird setup of a match. <laughs> we go into uh, backstage with uh, Nyla Rose and Vicky with Jade, and they're beating up on uh, Red Velvet. Um, Why always yeah. Red Velvet? <laughs> Nyla, he had something against Red Brain Velvet. Friend there. <laughs> so they beat her down for a minute. Or for bread. Until security and refs come. and uh, I don't know what they're doing with, with, with them. I, I just... Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, so we go from that... We'll just move shit. on like they do, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> we go from that shit to we got uh, Abaddon versus Tisha Tessa Tysa Price. You know this was going to be a squash match, building up Abaddon for Sheeta. Um, oh yeah, that Abaddon yeah. character is fucking freaky as fuck, man. Abaddon. Uh, whoever does her makeup, man, spot on, man. Dude, can I ask stupid. one question? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whose idea is it to have Sheeta come out with a t-shirt workout pants? Like, did anybody in AEW not see her YouTube, you know, stardom? <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> Give us something here, Jesus Christ! Oh, no. my own. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Oh, Sheeta hits Aberdeen. In her makeup's head. all done, she looks all pretty, and she has a t-shirt. Hot. Pants on. Okay. Abedin gets hit in the head with a stick, and she pulls a cane and Undertaker and sits up. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, she brought the big stick in her hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, there, that's just one twisted character she got going on, man. I just, right in the face with the stick, pal. Honestly, the best thing that AEW women's had all weekend was she does kitty, pal. Oh, yeah. Mm. Instant kitty, pal. Yeah. Pat it, pat it, pal. Oh, yeah, pal. Rub it, rub it. it. <laughs> make, so, make so we go for Abaddon, 
Make it, it say meow. With the Kindle stick. <laughs> and meow. And Jericho. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> we had Jericho backstage with Dasha, and uh, he announces that the inner circle will be at ringside for the match with that douchebag Orange Cassidy. I'm, I'm so glad they did that spot. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh,. Now we go into the, the greatest segment of all. Wait, before segments. you get into it, before you get into it, I just have to say, Ab- Abaddon, okay, you're a demon, you're the exorcist, whatever. Um, Easy on the taker. <laughs> easy on the sitting up like Michael Myers. Easy, because you're not there yet. Yeah. Just, uh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I, 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 I dig her. I, 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 I dig her. Character, I like what she's doing. It's different. It's unique. I think that's why I like it. No, there's not really a woman doing what she's doing. I did not like to sit up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like it, and I'm like that. Yeah, there's only two people that do that, yes. and you're not one of them. Pump the you brakes, know. Abby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Abby. fuck, fully, fully, that shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Sister Abaddon, yeah. You know, so sister needs to chill chill out with that. Um, ooh, Abaddon, ooh. So we get we get Kenny <laughs> we get Kenny and Don that riding in a helicopter. Um Which was very I cool. That was a good touch, man. Yes. I, I did. What was that? I said that was very, very cool. With the yeah. helicopter. I I, I like that. Was, I that was kind of flare esque to me. Yes. Yeah. Um I, 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 I'm, this is gonna sound like sound gay, but it's not meant to be. But <laughs> oh yeah, Kenny, gay pal. coming out. Like, this is the way Kenny Omega should be dressing. You can be whatever you want to be, pal. Oh yeah, shoes, shorts, and polo. This is the Kenny Omega that I was waiting for. Um, Gender fluid, pal. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> this is such a fucking train wreck. And I'm trying to keep it on course. But fucking making it really hard. Um, so, so we go from Kenny and Don in a helicopter. I mean, we go. They go get. We get Justin Roberts doing his whole spiel of acolytes for Kenny coming out to ring ringside. Uh, new champ. Brand new champ um, in the ring with Tony. Tony shits on him for a minute. Don just grabs the mic, and they pretty much they pretty much say the same thing they did last night. They didn't, they didn't give us more, but I think they did that because they they're they. Well, let me let me rewind that. I thought he had a couple digs direct directed towards Cody, and. Again, I could be reading into things because, you know, clearly tonight I've done that a couple times. <laughs> but I thought that they're starting to lay the groundwork for what I think eventually will be Kenny and Cody. And the nepotism thing, I think that was a shot to Cody. Mm. Could be. You know, I didn't um, think of that. That could be. You know, because if you look at nepotism right now, I mean, the Bucks are a tag team. I mean, 
but you look at what Cody's done. You, you, from the outside looking in, it looks like it's nepotism. He got his brother a job. He got Brandy a job, a high job. You know, QT Marshall is one of his closest friends outside the business. That's true. He got him a job. Yeah. He brought in a short period of time, but he brought he brought in the Long Island IZ. Well, most most of them have brought in. You know, the Bucks have brought in people. Kenny's brought in people. They they've all kind of done that. Um, no, but if you, but Cody, Cody you to back, a bigger but, extent, yeah. But if you go back and listen to how he worded it, you know, it it, it sounds like he's taking a shot. He's taking a he's starting to take the silent shots to Cody. I mean, it, which wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, no, would it be to, to just moment, start? That's what it is. Plant, planting the seeds, of course. That's what. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know the part of, the part of what Kenny said. Or actually, oh, I think Don said it actually. Excuse me. Um, that I liked was when he talked about that you know Don bringing Jericho to New Japan to face Kenny three point. years ago, um, and how that Tony Khan said there may not be an AEW without that match happening, you know, and that you know how could you know how could we steal something we created type of thing. I, I like that whole that whole rhetoric they came up with there. Um, one thing I'll say though, and I don't remember this, this specific, um, line that Kenny used. It seems like they're getting down this road of trolling a, uh, WWE a lot again. Um, they did it last night with the Ambrose thing with, and oh, I get no. it. You had Josh oh, Matthews yeah. there, which yeah. was good, which is good. When he said, you know, Ambrose from, you know, uh. The fucking the reality show. Huge. Yeah, they did the stamp, <laughs> but he also said, "You know, Ambrose from um, Tough Enough, Enough or whatever." Yeah. Tough Enough one yeah, yeah, per yeah, season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was funny. And he, there was something Kenny said tonight that I thought was a shot at WWE. Also, I mean, I, you know, I, I I get it. You know, take a few shots here or there. All right, um, but my biggest takeaway from the promo, which was good, um, Kenny looks like a champion. He's playing the champion. Uh, he's not the video game nerd dorky dude that mm-hmm. he was, you know, six weeks ago, which I love. And I like the, you know, obviously the Jericho comments and the flying in on a helicopter. I thought it was very, like, Flair-esque. Uh, and I'm, I, 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 overall, I'm digging the whole thing. Um, if he's planting the seeds with Cody now, that's fine. Uh, interesting to see where they go for his first defense. And, um... Where how they kind of fill the time till it's Cody versus Kenny time, um, because I think that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a big deal for what his run is, and I would caution them on not having him close the show a lot. I really think they should do it because I really think that drives home that he's the star, he's the champion, blah blah yes. blah blah blah, and I think they really need to hammer that home because they did not do it with Moxley. And I think that was one of the biggest problems with his title run for, that he couldn't control. There's things that he could control that could have been better, but the, the part that he couldn't control is him being put in the middle of the show all the time. You know, Kenny Omega flying in on a helicopter should be the last segment of Dynamite 
when you're going to have sure. a run-of-the-mill dynamite like they had tonight. And it was a run of... I'm not taking anything away from MJF in the ring. I like MJF with the ring and everything else. But you're talking about the AEW champion. The AEW championship. He stood in yep. that ring. And Don Callis stood in that ring. And they sat in that bus last night. And they told you over and over again how this is the biggest title in pro wrestling. This is the biggest prize in pro wrestling. This is the biggest thing you could win in pro wrestling right now. Let's actually show that on the show. Weekly, please. Do the thing, do the thing. Come on, do the thing. All right. Goodbye, smooch. Good night. Bang. That's mm. when the show ends. Yes. Yes. Yep. It's That's it. Yep. yep. You got. You nailed it. You nailed it. And maybe, maybe, maybe this would have been too much, but like, why did the Bucks come out? Yeah, or at least show them, you know, backstage or something. Show backstage watching. Yeah. It. Watching. I'll, t- or... I'll tell you why because they don't have a reason. They don't have a reason that that group split up. It just split up, and they're not touching it. They just they're they're no selling the whole it's thing. True. It's true. That's what they're doing. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's what they're doing. You know, the other thing, too, the biggest thing that I took out of this promo, because it was essentially the same stuff that they said on Impact, on the bus. But Kenny was going to tell us something. And Callis cut him off, and he said, they can't handle it. Don't, Not yet, not yet. Where are we going with this? Mm. Well, you know, you know he's collected yeah. belts, man. Now, well, here, yes. Now, if you didn't see Impact and you're listening to us and you made it this far, he said he's collecting belts. So mm-hmm. why not collect the Impact mm-hmm. title? Is there going to be more? Will we see Doc and Carl? Maybe screw Rich Swan and Omega's carrying two belts or three belts at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, is is it going to go that deep? Like, part of me feels like it's going to, but then another part feels like it's just. It was like a one-off or something. If that if that was the case, why didn't he have the the uh, the Triple uh, A Omega belt with him tonight, too? Right? He he has that belt. He should. Yeah. At this point, if you're collecting like, belts, why wouldn't you bring right. it out with you? Even if, if you have Don carry it. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 to have one of the girls that are with you carry the belts or something. Like you know, a boxer mm. sometimes they don't carry their own belts. Like remember when mm-hmm. Triple H and and Justin Bieber used to come out carrying Floyd Mayweather's belts. You know, they right. do something like that with Kenny. That would that would be cool. The other the other question I would have is this. You know, you got nothing from Tony Khan tonight. You got something from Tony Khan on Impact. I mm-hmm. I, I don't get that. I, I'm sorry. I don't get that. Uh, here's the other thing I don't get. You have executive EVPs. Forget, forget the elite thing. Matt, Nick, Cody, nothing. What the hell, man? You're mm-hmm. AEW. You bring the AEW title on another show? Who the hell do you think you are? Where's that? Where's Chris Jericho? I'm the wait. You think you're the top guy? I'm the guy. I'm I'm the guy that gave this company credibility. And you think you could go on another show with our belt? What the hell, man? Well, see now you're now you're going full Vince Russo here with the logic storytelling. Like because part of me is thinking, okay, why wouldn't Tony Khan be there at the gates? Saying they don't get in here. Yeah. Is there going to be punishment? Or, or something. Yeah. I mean, well, Khan addressed it. Like he, he did address it at least last night. You know what I'm saying? That I could I could follow yeah. suit and I, I'm not going to do that, blah, 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 which I get. But 
Right. You know, from from a Cody Young book. All right, take Jericho out of it. Maybe I'm going too far with him. But from a Cody Young book standpoint, EVPs, we started this company together, and you're taking our title on another show, and they have nothing to say about it. Cody had a microphone. He had a microphone in his hand. How long tonight? And he had nothing before Sting come out. Cody can't be like, you know, I'm not. I'm not digging with. I'm not. I'm not down with our champion going on another show. That could plant a seed right there. You, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, which you, you don't. You could address it down the road. You could address it tonight. You could address it another night. And 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 his his two best friend, his best friend in the world, is universally known as Matt Jackson. He says nothing on the show about his best friend who just won the AEW title and ran off the show with it. There's no. There's no response. Like Cody coming out with the headset with uh, Taz that time. To yeah. cut Taz. Right. Where was he? Like, or the three of them together. Yeah. Look, there's four EVPs, right? Or, or showing the three of them and Tony coming out. Like, or yeah, there's. In a boardroom with Tony discussing on not only, okay, he's our champion as a wrestler, but should this guy be an EVP anymore? We have an executive vice president of our company who just won our title who appeared on another wrestling show. None of these guys say anything about it. That's, and, I don't and, know. They got to address it. I just Tony, think they have to address it. And Tony taking advantage of it last or on Tuesday night, fine, okay. But now you have to keep that going. Like, what you're just going to let Callis walk back in? Why? <laughs> right? You, like you, you can come in. You are a champion. You are EVP. But you, sir, you're not welcome here. Right. You don't work here. <laughs> and then, and then, you know what? Have Kenny go. Okay, fine. Get back in the fucking helicopter and fly away. <laughs> and then show up on Impact next week. <laughs> right. That, although the promo was great, but these are questions. Right. I, I'm just you, you, you. This. It's not like this is. It isn't out there. You know, Jer- Jericho's brought it up in promos of how these guys are EVPs. Everybody knows it. Triple H put mm-hmm. it out there. You know what I mean? Like they know everyone knows it. To me, you should use that instead of ignoring it. Yeah, 20 years ago, you ignore it. Now you use it. Uh, that's just me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm Like, when I look at it from a certain angle, I'm getting NWO takeover vibes. Like, I feel like maybe this is where they're going. And then I start thinking about it, and I'm like, ooh, they could do this, they could do that, they could do this. But then, if I look at it from a different angle, this could fall apart really quickly. And I don't know which way I should be looking at it. Yeah, even even a a fucking you know what? Even a tweet. Kenny Omega is a wrestler for AEW. He's our champion. He's welcome to wrestle and cut promos, but his his duties as executive vice president are suspended. You know, pending a meeting with our shareholders, or you know what I'm saying, like you're, mm-hmm. you, you know, or, or or pending a meeting with our other EVPs, whatever, whatever. Just address the damn thing. We know it's out there. We know he is this. You know, <laughs> right? So White House, talk to me about this. So NWO before it was even before the third man was shown, Hall and Nash were getting in the building, right? But they kept them in the crowd, like they were coming through the crowd, right? Yeah. Like it, it was almost like they were literally invading, <laughs> like a real hostile takeover, right? Until the inside guy revealed himself, which was obviously Hogan. 
But Callis just walked in with the champ. I think that needs to be addressed somehow from from Tony. Yes. What do you think, White House? Are we overthinking this? What, what are your thoughts? Did we lose him? <laughs> did, we, did we put White House to sleep? <laughs> White House, are you there? Hello? What? Are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. What are your... <laughs> did you nod off? Like, what happened? No, no, I... I, I he no, did an was... AC. He did an AC. <laughs> We're... It's okay. You don't have to tell us what we're doing. I I asked you like NWO, right? The invasion. Yeah. Before the third man was revealed, Hall and Nash were coming through the crowd. Yep. yep. Like it was a real thing. Right. All right. Well, tonight, Callis walked right down through the doors to the ring with the champ. Do you think like should we should we be getting follow up from Tony? Like basically saying, you know. Kenny works here, Tony, uh, Don, you don't, so you're not coming in. Yeah, yeah we should have seen – you had the, the paid advertisement for Tony yesterday, mm-hmm. which White was not a character. That was Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> I was no <laughs> sound The biggest fucking difference between the actual person and a character, you <laughs> stooge. Anyway, so you had him with this commercial – so there should have been something like, because he even said it, like, I'm looking forward to seeing you, or I'm looking forward to having you come back. There should have been something there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just some. Well, how do you how do you feel about you know the Bucks not addressing it? Mac Jackson University is best friend. They're co EVPs. They started a company together. Cody doesn't address it. Co EVP. They started a company. You know, I. I you know, I brought up Jericho. Like, you know, maybe that Cody too not far, addressing but... it. I, Cody not addressing it. I'm okay with, but, but the Bucks not addressing it yet. That's, That's what I'm, fair. I'm not That's up fair. for that. Yeah, but you know, Matt, um, or just Matt himself. You know, we're best friends, yeah. and you you take our title to another show. We're supposed to be like running. You know, running this Tony company Khan together. That he's pissed that Kenny did that. Well, you yeah, that's he, what I mean. That's I mean, what I he, want to hear. he says. You know, security, whatever. Don Callis, you're not welcome in the building. Kenny, you're welcome. Okay, cool. Callis gets back in the helicopter. Kenny gets back in the helicopter. They fly away. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, Edward says, show ass. up at Impact again next week. And you know that. You know, little holes. It's just little holes in the storytelling that you you little details that could make it just a little bit better. And I do think. Um, not to be the dead horse, but I do think you have to address the idea that not only a wrestler, but an EVP of your company is bringing your title on another show. Somebody has to address that. <laughs> even if, like I said, even if it's a tweet that says he's been relieved of his duties as executive vice president or been suspended from his duties as executive vice president, he's still welcome to be on dynamite and wrestle, but he's not making decisions anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like that has to be addressed. Like it's out there. Everybody knows this. It's been part of storylines before. Yeah. I'm curious to see how far, how deep they go. Do you think they're Uh, going, they're going to go deep with like a full takeover? No, no. Okay. They're going to tease one. Possibly, but no, I, 
you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. We're in new waters. This is all new. I mean, yeah. I mean, is it is it possible that the the timing of this, with the timing of the debut of Sting, that that's exactly what they're doing? Mm. Possible. Could be. Definitely I mean, possible. That just kind of hit me right now. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm past the point of getting into these deep storylines mm-hmm, of AEW mm-hmm. because they don't seem to go deep in their storylines. <laughs> they seem to be right. simplistic. I mean, their storylines are very simplistic. Let's be honest. So um, you're saying to me, here you go again, Hollywood, with the horsemen. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know what? Until until we start getting that in-depth storytelling, I don't know that I could assume they're going to do it. Right. I got you. But I got... That's interesting. But if you guys are all set with Dynamite, I have something I wanted to bring up to you, which plays into the Sting storyline. So I figured we might as well hammer it home tonight real quick before we go off Okay. Here. So I saw a meme, <laughs> and obviously it was in a wrestling group, and I, I was reading the comments, and, you know, it's WWE fan versus AEW fan, one of those deals. But I just, I want to address it, and it, the reason I want to address it is, we made a big deal about Sting last week. Mm-hmm. And earlier this year, I know White House and I kind of took a dump on Goldberg coming back, they, WWE. And I bring it up because the meme, it shows a picture of Goldberg and a picture of Sting. And what it says is, and, you know, Edwards, you and I in the past have kind of dumped on a uh, WWE bringing in some old guys. I want to get to a point. I want to get I want to get the point out there why I think this is different. But I'll, I'll read the meme. It's Goldberg on top, Sting on the bottom. It says, AEW fans, WWE sucks for bringing in old guys. And then it says, AEW fan. Yay, Sting. We love Sting. AEW, AEW, AEW. Now, obviously, that's a shot at AEW fans for crapping on WWE and loving what AEW does, which we're assuming is the same thing. Here's the difference. I'll break it down for you, WWE fan, because it's not all of you, but it's probably a lot of you, because I did read a lot of comments that kind of agreed with this nonsense meme. Here's the difference. When it comes to Goldberg specifically, and if you guys disagree with me, jump in. Um, When it comes to Goldberg specifically, Goldberg was brought back as an old guy to (laughs) remove the title, remove the championship belt off your hottest commodity they had at the time because they got Saudi Arabian blood money for it. That's different. Then Sting showing up on Dynamite and, you know, having a little snow fly around his head and making an appearance and then walking away. Right? I mean, there's a big difference. If Sting came out and, and hit Kenny Omega over the head with a, with a bat and took his title, I don't think I'd like it very much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this has been done in the past. You could go back <laughs> to Survivor Series five years ago when, when the Brothers of Destruction realigned together to not just beat... Okay, here we go. Bray Wyatt again. Oh, imagine that. 
not only Bray Wyatt, not only Luke Harper, not only Eric Rowan, but also Braun Strowman. The four of them. The two beat the four. And Edwards and I went crazy. Yes, it's not the fact that they brought The Undertaker back. It's not the fact that they brought Kane back. It's what they did with them when they brought him back. I mean, am I am I off base here? Like, is that See, not the, the difference? You just said you just said the difference. It's a key word, and the meme is written wrong. Okay, WWE fans or wrestling fans, WWE sucks for bringing in old guys. No, that's not why they suck. It's because they're bringing back old guys. Yes, AEW isn't bringing back one of their old guys because Sting was never there. It's completely different. That's like saying ROH should get shit on for when Matt Hardy signed. No, yeah. it's completely different. Completely different. I don't know how anybody can't see the difference there. Yeah. Especially if, and yeah, you're right, if Sting came in and hit Omega and then took his belt in Saudi Arabia for <laughs> blood money because some <laughs> prince wanted it that way, yes, I would have a problem with that. It's so true. You know, dude, here's the other thing. I, I, I mean, it, it sounds like we're super defending AEW here, and we probably are, but it's for good reason. Sting is different here. Let's be honest. Sting is known by everybody. We talked about it last week. As the WCW guy who went to TNA, who avoided WWE for all those years, and had that little short horrible run where Vince buried him. And buried him huge in his little terrible WWE run. And now he ends up back in on TNT with Tony Schiavone on a different type of show with a different type of concept where he could make kind of an impact in a different way where it's very cool because it's Sting. You know what? I don't know that I want Goldberg coming to AEW. Right? If he's a free agent and Goldberg signs with AEW, I don't know that I'd like that. I really don't. I'd probably be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I don't really need Goldberg. Because I don't need Goldberg coming in and beating MJF or Cody or whoever. They name anybody. I don't need him coming in and beating anybody. And and he's not a guy that's going to give you these great segments like maybe Sting can. Like, we, we have to take the person into account here and take his career into account and take what this means for him to come back on this network. This, this, to me, that's a 23-year-old wrestling fan that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about that put that yeah, meme together. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? And if it would ever so happen to work out where Taker would sign to AEW, I don't know that and they would it. book Taker and Sting, that's doing something historic that Vince didn't do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's completely different. Yeah. I don't think it's that hard to figure out, man. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, if you're well, it's, it's, in 30 it's, years, it's WWE fanboys trying to fit their narrative. That's all it, it is. True. Sure, yeah. Yeah. In 30 years, if they bring back Nick Jackson to job uh, Brian. To to job out Brian Pillman the third, who's their champion <laughs> and is over like free beer. Yeah, I'm gonna have a problem with that. Right. You know. Yeah, Cody that's, six. That's Cody sixty five burying guys for the TNT title. <laughs> right. <laughs> we haven't seen him in five years. There's he's back. You know. You know. Yeah. It's just. It's different. I. I you know. It's. It, I. I try not to get into the. I didn't. I didn't comment on it or nothing. I try not to get into these. 
you know, uh, fan versus fan arguments. Because, first of all, I watch a little bit of everything, really. And mm-hmm. I'm not, listen, I don't watch I don't watch a lot of WWE, but I watch the pay-per-views. I think they're pretty good. I love what they're doing with Roman Reigns. I'll throw them kudos when it's deserved. I didn't even, I totally forgot they even had an NXT pay-per-view this week. I guess how, like, far out of the loop I am with NXT, which is fine. But at the same time, like, this is... Like you have, this is a case by case basis here. Let's be honest. And, yeah. and, and WWE fans, the first, the first one to go ballistic when Goldberg comes back and takes the title off of off, off of uh, the Fiend, <laughs> they went they went insane. How, how about how about the the one they ended with the Fiend and and uh, and Rollins? It was like wasn't it last year? Didn't they end the show with the Fiend and Rollins? And and you know it was like the. It was like a DQ in a, in a fucking Hell in a Cell match. They, they went crazy about that. It, they mm. fucking went insane. Vince was shocked how mad they were. You know what I mean? So these these kind of like weird little things happen. Well, they, the Rock beating fucking CM Punk. You know what I mean? Sting's not coming in to take titles. He's not coming in to take titles. Listen... If AEW starts booking Sting to take titles off of young guys, I'll, I'll change my tune real quick. I promise you, I will. I promise you, I will. But in the in, in in what he's done so far, it's been beautiful. The way we thought out, uh, Edwards brought up the great point. The way he can help Darby Allen. Uh, again, TNT, Tony Schiavone, WCW, WCW guy didn't like how his last little run. Ended because it was in WWE where he had no say of his character, and he clearly does here. You know, <laughs> so nobody's 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 considering Sting a WWE guy. Is he old? Yes, we all know he's old. Okay, great. You know what? Everybody, nobody had a problem with Jake the Snake came back. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> they loved exactly. it. So yeah. what's the difference? White House is right. Yeah, it, it's to fit their narrative. They used to do this with TNA all the time too. TNA was like the whipping bitch mm. of the internet. WWE, right, fans, right. You know? Good point. Now That's it's a AEW. Great yeah. point. Absolutely. Great point. When Flair went and Macho and everything. Yeah, yeah. All yep. of it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right, gentlemen. Anything else before we uh, we wrap? I just wanted to throw that out there. Anything else before we wrap up here? Yeah. You know what? I have one more thing. All right. WWE fan that made that up. If you're going to be that way, watch Shinsuke Nakamura when he's in New Japan and support him before you wait for him to show up in your favorite company. Okay, so you could say what you want and kill other companies and their fans, but take a look in the mirror Mm. because whoever that's going to be, I'll tell you what, WWE fan, whoever made that meme and tweeted it, um, Ace Austin, you don't know who he is right now, right? right? But once he ends up in New Japan, which he will, and he'll blow up, then you're going to want him, but you can watch him right now on Impact every Tuesday. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We, we, we've, we've talked about this many times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Many, many, many times. It's the same yep. old song and dance. It, 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 they exist outside their world when they want them, but that's the only time they exist because right. they want them. So, right. you know, <laughs> I, it's, hard, it's, weird, it's a weird way to say it, but it's kind of just like the way it is. It's, it's what they're the, – it's just the way they – I don't know the way they do it. The way they value the talent 
WWE fan is weird. I think we're used to bouncing around the sea guys, so it's normal for us. And I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but I don't think they are. They'd rather just have everybody there, especially now with the three bands and the three shows and all the pay-per-views and everything else. that they can do. WWE produces so much content. They can do it for so many guys. We, we get all that. And the other... And here's the thing: if if you if you are an AEW fan and you and you, or AEW and you watch other things and you don't watch WWE and WWE does something, just leave it alone. Don't even comment on it. You know what I mean? Don't play the game. Don't play the game. You know, it, it, and that's the WWE fan. We um, we're gonna wrap up here. We lost the professor. He lost his he lost his connection. So uh, we'll say goodnight to I'm him. I'm back on. I'm back oh, no, he's back. Oh, he's, oh, he's back. back. Professor, yeah. any Lost final my... thoughts? Uh, no, final thought. Overall, like like I said, I thought it was a good show. I thought there were some things they could have done differently. Would have been better. I'm just excited where this is going because this is our charted waters. So I'm curious, to, I'm curious to see how far, how deep they go. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping it's not just the normal, casual, just to toe in and that's it. Right. Tease. So, so I think that's you're, you're, you're hoping they get in depth with it. Yeah, I, I, I want to see. I, I do. I want to see how far they can go with it. Yo, know, hair and impact. Talk about the AEW champion. Seeing the AEW championship on impact was a cool fucking moment. And I'm curious to see where where does it go now. And, I, and I, it's kind of what I'm waiting to see. Mr. Edwards, your final thoughts, sir. Uh, final thoughts. I expected more out of this week, but it was an okay show. Um, I'm very intrigued with this Omega storyline and how deep they go with it. Um, so, yeah, I'll be locked and loaded here, as usual, every Wednesday night. So I want to see it. I want to see it play out. Yeah, no doubt. I'm looking forward to next week. I'll keep my eyes on Impact, see what happens. Um, and obviously, uh, we got Dynamite next week. They also announced a holiday special in two weeks. Two weeks? And then they're doing some kind of New Year's bash over the final two weeks. So, that's interesting because last year, remember, they took the week off. Yeah. The New Year's week off. This year, they're not doing that, which I think is a smart move. Keep showing content, so maybe maybe they're gonna film that New Year's thing in two parts. And I guess they're gonna record yeah, it. Yeah, they'll probably will. That, which is fine. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with all that. But we'll be back. We'll be back soon. We'll be back next week. We'll break it all down for you. Cool truth for the Professor Whitehouse, for the executive producer, Mister Hollywood Edwards. I'm Daddy Cool AC. Nighty night, everybody. Nighty night. Goodbye. Good night. Bang. <laughs> oh, yeah, pal. Bang, pal. Bang. I like when that Omega kid says, bang. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>